belong to Hockey Town. It's a place where dreams are found. We fought so many battles here. Now we're the ones that they will fear. The club resides within our town. We won't stop no letting down. The club is ours for all to dream. It's our town. Let's have this ring. Welcome back to another episode of Main Street Prowlers. Today we have with us, right now, um, Jeremy, who actually does part of the broadcasting um, with uh, Brayden. So, uh, it's glad to have, we're glad to have you here. Yeah, thanks for some, uh, glad to be here and let's get it going. Yeah, yeah that's, um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to take these off. <laughs> right away. Oh, I've got me a minor down there, too. Yeah, that's, hey, at least I lasted like, what, five seconds? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but um, you you do a lot with the team. That's um, you're basically like they're everything behind behind scenes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Your main title is broadcasting and director of ticket sales. Right. So, um, what brought you to Port Huron to it, do that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I um, I graduated from Hofstra University in uh, May um, and lined up out of school. I had a job for the summer at uh, Harvard University. Uh, just working in the athletics department, you know, doing some promotional things, uh, writing um, releases, um, you know, doing graphics for them, uh, you know, a multitude of things like that. And um, I pretty much learned about a month in, it would just only be uh, just a job for the summer. So I, um, I just knew I wanted to, you know, work work in sports uh, my whole life. Um, and in college, I did some broadcasting and other things like on the radio and the TV. So, you know, hockey's always been my favorite sport. So I started, you know, mainly looking for hockey jobs. And uh, I knew of the uh, PHL um, was, uh, from New York. Um, so I, I knew of Elmira and Watertown. And so I just started going on each team's uh, website, um, just you know, looking at their careers page. And I saw the Port Huron. Uh, it was a broadcasting open along with, you know, a multitude of other positions. And uh, I applied and... Um, Literally a day later, I had an interview with Matt, and then uh, the day after that, um, I told Matt and Joe about it, and uh, yeah, here we are. Yeah. And that's it, that's a good thing too. It's um, we're glad that Joe isn't stretched to the max on this year about that. Yeah, so. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, like I said, so far, uh, I've been here about 
I think this is my fourth month about, and yeah. I'm enjoying it here. I love Port Huron. Um, love being around the team every day. So, um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed my time here so and far. The good thing is you get to live with some of them. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I currently live with uh, Chris Pollan and Alex Strack. Uh, my fellow New Yorker, Chris Pollan and then, uh, Alex Strack. Uh, he's from Illinois, so yeah, they're both great guys. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, like I said, I mean, it's and then in the past, uh, you know, first few weeks being here, guys came in and out um, of the house that I'm living in. So yeah, it's been fun so far. Exactly, and um, so we're glad. Um, I've been communicating with for you for a few months now. It's yeah. been great. So yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's uh, it's been good. I'm glad uh, I could help try and get some of the guys on the show. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's been fun. Yeah. All right, and you become a good friend of mine. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah. but no, it's serious. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been great so far. Yeah, and, so, uh, yeah. Um, so let's get to it. That's all. Let's. It's New Year. New Year. New Year's Eve. No, let's start off with the bloopers right away. <laughs> uh, it's New Year's Eve today. It's um, we we'll be on online until eight thirty tonight. Eight tonight, something like that. Like I said, bloopers. Let's, let's just do it. Let's be funny as hell tonight. Um, I drink uh, Jaeger and Coke. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I don't actually do that. <laughs> um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> about that um i don't condone that at all but um if they do it behind my back all right don't look at me i don't drink, <laughs> I don't drink myself so. i can definitely see robert doing it before the show <laughs> <laughs> is that all about something yeah. <laughs> don't, don't want to get him in trouble again no i'm sorry megan i'm sorry <laughs> Anyways, so you guys had five games since we've last been on, uh, and we've had five straight wins. Mm-hmm. Technically eight, but five since we've yeah. been on. So mm-hmm. that's um, against good teams too, like Mentor. It's yeah, yeah. The uh, it was a weekend sweep against Mentor. The weekend before that, it was uh, Danville, mm-hmm. and then uh, the, the last game was Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. You know, seven to two win there. Um, <laughs> <coughs> you know, expected to be Battle Creek, but yeah, Danville, they were at the time neck and neck in the standings. I think it was uh, going into that weekend, uh, we had 28 points, they had 30. Uh, mm-hmm. Night number one's an OT win coming back from a 3 1 deficit, which was big. Um, and then number two, um, it was a bit of a more of a back and forth affair. I, the final score was 5 3, I believe. Something like that, Something yeah. Something like Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, more of a back and forth game, but still, uh, that was a big weekend. And then this past weekend, uh, yeah, shutout win, two nothing against Mentor on Friday, and then Saturday was the four to two win. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was a big weekend again. Uh, Mentors in the East, you know, they started the season off really well. They, they, I think they dipped a little bit, but still, I mean, yeah, they'll be, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll they, be a playoff they, they team. They blame it all on us and the referees. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. If if you've seen that picture of the. Um, how uh, the referee shook hands with us at the bench. Oh, uh, really? Oh, yeah. you guys? Oh, wow. No, I didn't no, see no, that. Um, oh, okay. That was down in Mentor. Where Mentor the, posted it because they were crying that... What, this past weekend? Yes, yeah. yeah. This past weekend. Oh, okay. oh, I, didn't, <coughs> oh I didn't know. Oh, <coughs> oh, oh of course I did this game. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow. Ref number 13 said, get our chummy chummy with the prowlers. <laughs> wow. Isn't that like Scarface or... I don't know who number 13 is. I know we always get... um. 
Patek and um, the other guy. I can't think of his name though, off the top of my head. Now I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I just couldn't believe how they were even saying that um, how there was a lot of no calls and yeah. you know against Port here. We had more penalties than they did all weekend. Yeah. I mean, you know, how can you consider it no calls when we had more penalties than you know? Right. So, right. Right. And, and which most of them were they were good calls. You know, they, they there's a few that I disagree, but most of them. You know. They were actually calling straight forward. Yes. We got a question from Big Boys for Crashit. Who, who's all is going to show up tonight? We're not sure yet. Yeah, um, guys may come in and out. Uh, a lot of them are busy tonight, so if, yeah, if they come in, uh, they may be on for you know, about 20 minutes, 20 and 30 minutes. Um, guys, they're all doing different things uh, currently right now. Some are with their families, so... Um, yeah, we'll see as the night goes on, but um, yeah, it was a holiday. They're a little bit busy, so we'll right. see what happens. Yeah. That's, I mean, we can only only make the um, call out to them, right? Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> hey I'm here all night, so I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> and, you know. Hey, we, yeah. we got Jeremy, so that's a good yeah. thing. Who <laughs> yeah. well, I've been trying to get on the show since um, I actually started texting you. So. Yeah, 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 no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> glad to be here. I'm finally glad it's happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's be I'm, a fun show, yeah. And um, number 13, the ref, is Kevin Mullen. I know he's been at our, our games. He's called questionable games here. So. Interesting. And um, that, that's just from my perspective, at least. I don't know about these other things. But, but. but I'm going to tell you, the fans, the guys who did the post on Facebook say, well, we get all the calls. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just scored yeah, a goal. Sure we, do. we just sure scored a goal, but yeah. you don't get all the calls. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's just funny how um, all that funny it's just interesting to see from different perspectives because um, you're not always going to see one way when you're rooting for your own team right so. right of course yeah and of course we saw <laughs> mentors fans lash out because <laughs> they were not winning and we can see why they lost two to nothing that night. <laughs> I think that was the Which first. I think they still were both great. Get, you know, they yeah. were yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no. um, we just got the edge, no. right? You know, so. mm-hmm. and it's but it's, no, they're they're not used to getting shut out this season. No. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, I believe this is like what only the first time they've been shut out this season. Uh, possibly, I I just I remember I didn't you know I wasn't on this trip um, this past weekend. But I just remember, you know, when we went there the first time, you know, it was Butita, Klaus, and in Moscow. They were like a big powerhouse there, and I know mm-hmm. Butita got called up to the SP before the weekend started, so I think he was out of the lineup. Yeah. And then um, um, I didn't have the roster in front of me of who played. I'm sorry, but um, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, they they were a Butita and Moscow. I believe were like the two leading point scorers yeah. back in like November when we went. So. And they still yeah, are. I, I would technically, yeah. but yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, yeah, this probably probably might have been the first time they got shut out. Mm-hmm. I think it would make sense if it was. I'm not yeah. sure, but it would make it's, sense. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable why BT got called up though. Of course, of course, yeah. He's been producing consistently at night in and night out. Yeah, I mean, you know, last season he was over a point per game player. He came in at the end of the year, um, but uh, yeah, no, he's a good player, so yeah. I mean, he deserves a call up, and uh, yeah, we'll see what he does in the SB. Yeah, that's. I think he'll do well. I think he'll spend a lot of time up there. Yeah. So not to say that I don't want Mentor to do well. 
Cause I, of course, I want to get competition out there. Yeah, yeah. Competition, you know, it's just if you know the guys are doing good enough, let them have their yeah. their chance. You know, right, and this somewhere. this is exactly what this league is about: just getting people on to different leagues. Yes. So. Higher up to yeah. the NHL. Yeah. Um, it's it needs to happen a lot more though too, because the only person to come from a hockey is Scott Darling, who surprisingly is a goalie, so it's mm-hmm. rare. Goalie to go from the ECHL to go to um, the NHL, so to have someone from the SPHL go up that high, too. It's it, yeah, no, it'd be something that'd be great to see. Has it been, has, it, has that happened? Uh, Scott Darling is the only one that's gone to the NHL. Oh, he has played in the SP. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know he, that. I did not know. Okay. He played one season, I think, with the Louisiana Ice Skaters. Oh, okay. okay. But other than that. I, I, do, I do remember watching something a few years ago on him. Uh, back when he was like in Chicago, and I remember uh, during a play, I think the year, the last time they won the cup, uh, the first series, uh, they benched Crawford for him, and I remember, mm-hmm. you know, they ended up winning the. I think they were down like 0-2 in the series. They yeah. ended up winning, yeah. and I remember watching uh, after that season documentary on him, and I know he was in the ECHL, and it was like a la- like he was going to quit hockey, and uh-huh. he signed this last second contract, and then they ended up becoming yeah. a cup champion. So it's. Interesting. I didn't know you. I didn't know we played in the SPS. Yeah, it's, uh, it was either Louisiana or Mississippi River okay. King. So, okay. um, but I know it was a Southern um, yeah. team. So, which is good for him though. It's he's a really nice guy. If you ever get to meet him, it's he's more generous because of the stuff that he's been through in his life. Mm-hmm. So right. it's it, it's amazing to have those kind of people to actually make that um, kind of step into the big leagues and still keep their personality mm-hmm. so yeah no I mean yeah there's uh, plenty of uh, former prowlers in the SP currently that, mm-hmm. hey I mean uh, hopefully see them in the show one day that'd be big yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be great yeah I mean it's like if we ever get Austin Novak it's <laughs> 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 but no I don't think he's coming back ever unfortunately because he's I think he deserves to be in the ECHL at least mm-hmm. so but that's again my opinion the ECHL should take a good look into him and Johnson and probably Simons if he can play consistently too. Yeah, no, his, um, absolutely. He's he's up at the SPHL right now, Simons and mm-hmm. Simmons, sorry. As, at, oh, after, Simon, I think it's yeah. Simons. Yeah. Simons. Yeah. Uh, but he's 6-0 right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, um, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, from what I understand, this is usually the time of year where the call-ups happen, and uh, yeah, seeing that, well, I saw Ryan Pashevitz had actually been called up about a week before Christmas um, out of Columbus, yeah. and I, I was like, okay, that's interesting, and I was thinking, you know, Corey Simons, I mean, 6-0, 181 goals against average, yeah, 948 save percentage, yes. I mean, uh, you, you know, you kind of had a figure <laughs> yeah. that was coming, you know, I mean, and hey, I, he was a, a terrific player for the Prowlers this season, yeah. I mean, it, you know, um, but hey, I mean, Chris Paul this weekend, yeah, I, I st- stepped in uh, when he needed to. Big, big weekend for him, and uh, you know it's exciting to see two performances out of him like that. And moving forward, uh, you know, hey, I mean, especially being the first game right after exactly Corey yeah. being out. Yeah, shut out right after. Yeah. I mean, it's it's huge, and it's you know what the fans want to see. Yeah, it's what like everybody it, wants to see. So it's, it's it's exciting. Yeah, exactly telling them that like. Even though we lose one good player, he can still step oh, yeah. in. Absolutely, um, yeah. Even yeah. I said I wasn't impressed by Paul and Spade this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. yeah. 
the games that he did lose though earlier in the season, he's just been bested unfortunately by good offense. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. You know, just Chris has Chris has been having a great season. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just I mean, after this weekend, uh, it's just it's a big impact weekend, and moving into next weekend, you know. If we can bring the thunder, <laughs> no, <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, but, but uh, you know, we can bring the thunder once more. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah thunder, thunder, yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's he's here to stay. That's yeah. That's exactly yeah. what we need is two, two top goalies. You know, we get two yeah. great goalies. And I know the rumor is that San, if Santa Guida does get cleared completely through SPHL, is that. He's gonna come back down too. So. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't know about that. Uh, but yeah, I know Santa Guida. I just know the one season he was here. It was the twenty-five, one and one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's amazing. So here's another guy up there that you know deserves to be playing at that level. But yeah, I mean, hey, if he came back, I'm sure uh, the pros would really again welcome him with open arms. Uh, no question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I'll be like, um, yeah. you're starting right now. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. you play a game. Colin plays a game. <laughs> Simon plays a game. <laughs> it were just rotate to the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's the one problem though is having three number ones. So um but, um No the I wanna like double back though right here is um the one thing that's interesting with your background though is that you grew up an Islanders Islanders fan, you got to intern with them too. Uh, yeah, well, uh, not intern, but um, my college radio station at Hofstra, um, the flagship station for the New York Islanders, and um, so we um, we we um, we have their broadcast over um, eighty-eight point seven FM WRHU. So um, students, if you join the radio station there, you get to cut highlights from the games, like saves, hits, goals, and then um, you can also engineer the broadcasts, uh, produce them. And then um, the highest you can go is be a reporter at them. So we would have a lead reporter and a shadow reporter. Lead reporter um, in between periods would pick a player to interview. You know, ask them like three questions, and you'd send it back to the station, and they would play that interview um, during intermission. And then the shadow reporter would, um, at the end of the game, just um, um, yeah, they had a moat box there, so you would uh, hook up to the moat box and just record the uh, post game uh, conference from the coach. So seeing you know Barry Trotz last year. It was really something really awesome, and you know the season they had. Uh, it was yeah, it was a fun year. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a great opportunity, and uh, yeah, that's which definitely makes you like more experienced than most. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. So it's, it's like one of the selling points of the school is you know you get you get to be working basically alongside professional hockey players and yeah. you know the professional experience there. So yeah, it's, it was something amazing, especially since you know they were my favorite team, but. Um, Regardless of the opportunity, even if they weren't, it, it would still be something I'd want to try yeah. all over. You know, so. Exactly. So, yeah. and um, it just makes it just that much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. I mean, I, I wish I could have gotten that kind of experience, though, but... Um, yeah. Hey, yeah. at least I get the prowlers. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, mean, I can't complain. Yeah, it's no, I, you know, and, and just jumping to the prowlers from, you know, the uh, Islanders, you know, obviously it's different because, you know, I work for the prowlers and I'm around them technically, I would say, I guess, six days a week. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's awesome. And, you know, kind of, you know, reminds me of the Islanders being there a bit, but, you know, this league, you know, it's different and uh, being in a different location. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's... Something I love doing, and I enjoy it every day. Absolutely. 
which is uh, which is good because there's some people that come into the pro- this profession just to get by, unfortunately. Yeah, well, and, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm just living it up every day, just <laughs> taking it one day by day and seeing what happens. So right, you got a party somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's the New Year's Eve bachelor's party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's... I, in a way, I'm jealous, so, of you and... Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry about being able to have that experience. I mean, I get I get to interview these players one day a week, mm-hmm. but to be able to hang out with them yeah. on a regular basis would be... Yeah, it's... <laughs> You know, it's just, you know, like I said, it's fun now, but, you know, just getting to this point, you know, it hasn't been easy. Um, you know, you, with the Islanders at school, you know, there's competition for it, and there's always competition, and just, I just knew just to, in, you know, in college I had a multitude of interns, I had about maybe four or five internships, um, so I just knew, you know, build through those internships, make connections, and, you know, uh, things my parents guided me on, and, you know, the career fairs and all that, so... Um, you know, it's just, you know, helping, having those connections help, and uh, just getting the experience, as much experience as you can before you graduate and help. So, right. yeah. And um, before we head off to break, though, I do want to um, tell everyone, we are at Big Boys and Four Gratiot. Um, we, they have really good food right now. I'm actually, like, mowing down on some Ford cheese, mac and cheese right now. I know I say that every week, but it's <laughs> that it's great. And, and we'll hold off of that to the n- next break. I'm just going to wish, just wish us yep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you over in Canada, too. Oh. I thought it was, I'm sorry, I thought that was an actual question. No. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, let's come on down to Big Boy. The, um, they have the um, breakfast, not the breakfast bar. There's a salad bar out right now. The, some great, it smells really good right now. Um, Big Boy combo is amazing. Yes. And so. So are there chicken strips? <laughs> The big boy combo is only seven ninety nine right now, so that's that's definitely a plus. Come on, guys, let's. And we do have our silent auction going on right now. Come on down, be um, able to win jerseys, pucks. As we have a couple game worn jerseys from the Border Cats and the Beacons days. We have a Nicholas Lindstrom um, signed puck right now of Sergey Samsonov. Um, so come on, guys, let's get those bids. Let's help the Epilepsy Foundation. So, let's see you guys right after this break. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay. Not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show.
at Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or hearty Denver. It's your Big Boy. Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. Hi and welcome back. Uh, sorry, that was a little bit longer than we expected, but we all had to grab our drinks, right? <laughs> um, but, like I said before we came to the break, please come down. We're doing our silent auctions for the Epilepsy Foundation tonight, and we're also having some great food from Big Boy. They're, they're very accommodating to us. Um, they'll essentially let you sit wherever you want in this place. So, if you don't want to sit by a window, you can choose a booth on the inner part of the um, restaurant so that's that's a plus so um, and we've had just a few people show up and they got to choose to actually sit with us so that's might as well that's and we're gonna say all our have all our fans say hi for a second in other words y'all about to be on y'all be going to <laughs> Yes, you get the way, you get to say hi. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Go crawlers. <laughs> and you turn it back to the um, that back corner right there really quick, Dana. Right back there, in that very back corner right there is our silent auction items. 
Um, I know you can't see it really well, but uh, we have, like I said, we have a few signed pucks. We have a few signed jerseys and nice face staining. Oh, we have big boy. I didn't know, no, no way. <laughs> I didn't know they had an actual uh, yeah. costume or uh, mascot. That's, um, he generally comes out during the Tuesday night uh, cruises, so that's... Oh, okay. I did not know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Oh, he's walking around over here. Oh, I'm going to have to get that guy to unlock the camera. It's probably to... I'll I'll do it. <laughs> I think. We'll wait to see if he shows up out there. <laughs> he might be out front walking. Uh, out by the road. Trying to get your big boy, you know. We got to promote somehow, right? <laughs> <laughs> big boy, come in. Come in. Stop being cold. We want you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in all seriousness now, um, I know we're having fun, but... Um, this this weekend's coming up games is going to be a well fought game. Yeah, uh, they're going to be too well fought. It's um, you might be deceived by Delaware's yeah, I, standings, but they generally make it very well fought. Yeah, yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, one guy. Um, you know, I've had, I've, well, I've, the guys told me about him before. Season uh, started. Ryan Marker. Uh, yeah, you know, he's a New Jersey native. Uh, and from Sewell, which is, uh, I don't think that's really close to me. Uh, yeah, I know the name, of course, and uh, 43 points in, I think, 20, 20 something games. I mean, yeah, the other guy's, guy's been an uh, offensive monster. Oh, oh. come on in, big boy. Big boy. <laughs> but, I mean, we got to have our special guest, um, our ultimate special guest right here, come on in. So, I got him right there. <laughs> How you doing, big boy? I mean, <laughs> and it's um glad to finally have you on the show too. So it's <laughs> good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's um we've been like just like Jeremy, we've been trying to get you on the show for a very long time now. So it's, you're very elusive yourself. <laughs> I mean, you're. You won't return my text, dude. Come on. <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, um, you guys have some great food here, so it's. I- I'm glad that you guys um actually are very accommodating, to, especially us. we we have a big setup here. It's um, as you guys probably saw when we were rotating the camera around, um, we have we take up a good portion of their back section, which I'm glad you guys are very like understanding about it very accommodating to us and you got you guys hired some great waitresses here too so and (laughs) (coughs) sorry um that's the best ownership group in the business too so and that's um you guys probably love the prowlers more than i do so I know a lot of these guys do, yes. Yeah. Um, so, um, with a shake of your head, is this location better than the Marysville one? By like a thousand percent, right? 
Um, so we do have one question from Crystal. What is it, Robert? Uh, Jeremy, what is your favorite road trip so far this year and why? I mean, yeah, the, I, I love going on the road with the guys, but I, I, I would say probably the um, the first weekend in Danbury, without a doubt. Um, just two overtime wins against the hat tricks, uh, coming back from behind. Um, and it was just fun on the bus on the way back, celebrating, you know. I mean, it, it was a great weekend. Uh, like I said, it really introduced me to, you know, Hockey in the FPHL and um, yeah, it was just, and like I said, the Danbury, um, Danbury's arena is really nice. Um, you know, their media personnel were nice too. So I mean, yeah, I would say the uh, first weekend in Danbury um, was definitely probably my favorite road trip. Chris, say goodbye to Big Boy. Uh, Big Boy's leaving us already. Yeah, Bye. See ya. See you later, Big Boy. Um, Danbury though, to yeah. Follow up on that. They're. Actually, a big hockey town themselves. Yeah, so. yeah. Like you said, you know, just before that uh, trip too, you know, I was researching the uh, Whalers and Titans just, you know, for little fun facts uh, to fill in space on the broadcast. And, yeah, I mean, I thought um, the name Hattrick, they named themselves the Hattricks because it's their third team in town, but it's really the Hat yeah. City. I didn't yeah. learn that after the weekend. So, uh, But, yeah, no, I mean, that... That weekend was probably like mm. one of the greatest weekends of my life, like, it, to be honest. So yeah. another fun fact, though, is about <laughs> that city is that they um used to have a junior team called the Mad Hatters. Oh, okay. So I um, it's actually quite interesting because the owner did love Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. so Good. it was a fitting. perfect fit yeah. for the ownership group and the city. So that's fitting, yeah. And um, that they also in that city they have. The National Women's yeah. Hockey League team from I think it's Connecticut, Connecticut it's Whale. Connecticut yeah. Whale, yeah. We uh, I remember on the Saturday when we played there, they were uh, playing. I can't remember who, um, but yeah, they were. We, we watched them play for a little bit, and uh, I think they blow out. They blew out the other team whoever they were playing, and um, I think. Uh, Colton Orr, I think is like their coach, like the former yeah. uh, NHL player. Um, something like the former NHL players, like the coach of that team, so it's interesting, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's good for them. It's a, women's hockey is definitely really growing. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. <laughs> just, me and my son just made a team for the year, um, 2019 NHL, all girls. Oh. <laughs> the only girls are girls. The whole team's girls, and we're going to take the Cup. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also have a, um, NA, a 3HL team, though. Uh, so it's Definitely a lot bigger out there in hockey, so. Yeah, yeah, I, um, you know, I, you know, looking at that, um, looking at their league, I, I know, so I, I remember my freshman year of college, I think there was a team in Brooklyn, and I think Ben Scribbins' wife was the goalie for the team, I think her name's Jenny Scribbins, and then, just, I remember, you know, exploring it this summer, looking at their league, I think there's, like, so many more teams now, so, yeah, yeah now it's growing, absolutely, yeah. Um, Another question from Crystal. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, being so far away from home, what is one of your favorite home-cooked meals you like to eat or make? Oh, man, well, <laughs> now, any Wednesday night, I go um, over to Crystal's, uh, sometimes she has some of the guys over for dinner, I mean, yeah, all their food is great, um, yeah, you know, uh, man, my favorite food. Oh, that's tough. Um, you know, my mom's Italian, um, so she makes some really good Italian food. So I would say, like, probably my favorite home cooked meal 
uh, of hers that you know I I could order anywhere and love is a uh, chicken parm and pasta. Oh. So I would say yeah, I think that that's mine. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely one that will never get old. No, yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, I love it. Yeah. Next time I make my spaghetti. I'll invite you over. <laughs> yes, that's I good. Make, yeah. I make a sauce that the spoon stands straight up in the pan. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, okay. It's oh, to die for, too. So. Yeah, no. Oh, really oh, good. Great. Great. Hey, let me know. Let me know. Yes. Spaghetti, chili, <laughs> chicken. I'm the cook in my house. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so oh, next what? special, we're the, the next special episode. We're going to your house, so you can. <laughs> we're having the whole team over, and <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I can make that much sauce. <laughs> just, just, you make a lot within itself already. It's so. just sixty bucks just for that. Yeah, yeah. but that that sauce, though, you make like a huge pot already. So yeah, but that only lasts two days in my house. Oh, Drew. You know the main meal, and then leftovers the next day, and then it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't complain. It's good stuff. So. David Nipper just joined. <laughs> Don't give up the home cooked meal spot. She says. Sorry. I did not mean to. <laughs> Blame that on one, on me. I let him ask. <laughs> um, let's. Serena does say hey, so that's so that's that's good. Hi, Sabrina. <laughs> it's it's good to have multiple people from that are close to the team come on to up support even more. So and you need those kind of people. We need you need your photographer like Sabrina. You need the person that takes care of you guys like yeah. Crystal does. So yeah, no, I mean yeah, they're. You know, just in any way helping the team, uh, you know, we, yeah. we always appreciate the support. You need all so. the behind-the-scenes people, and, yeah. and especially your fans and your rowdy group, and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. You know. um, Without that, the team wouldn't make it. You know. with, um, but now with um, people, especially like Crystal, though, that makes anything and gives anything to the team, especially without really asking for much either. Right. And uh, especially with them being so far away from home and them not making as much on the road either. So that's that's definitely a plus for to have those kind of people. Oh, excuse me. I am. Um, me and Pop do not agree. I swear. And <laughs> sorry, guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's all. Yes. Exactly. Maybe, maybe you need to quit having quit having them spike it with the extra cherry. Shut up. <laughs> You do not give away my secrets. <laughs> it's really um, Jägermeister. Yeah. Huh? You wish. <laughs> Family friendly restaurant. No alcohol served here, so. <laughs> not like my Christmas party. <laughs> I just get spiked Kool Aid. <laughs> that was a good picture, though, that you sent me. So. It was honey, honey flavored whiskey. And uh, Kool Aid. <laughs> red. Red Kool Aid. So you recently just went back out to New York yourself? Um, yeah, well, I live in, yeah, I live yeah. in New Jersey now. Uh, New I, Jersey. I, was, I was in Queens uh, over the break. No, uh, oh. like, uh, visiting my like, family. We, uh, on my dad's side, uh, we do uh, Christmas Eve at my grandmother's. She lives in Queens. So, uh, you know, the whole Skiva side gets together. That must have been fun, though, because that's just an interesting city with like yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should say Pearl, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 
you know, people over there, you know, when you say New York City, they just think Manhattan. To me, I mean, the city's all five boroughs, you know, so I guess everybody's thinks of it differently, but yeah, I mean, you know, I like Queens, um, so my dad grew up there, my grandparents still live there, so yeah, I'm there multiple, multiple times a year, and, uh, yeah. It's beautiful out there, though, so, yeah. and, um, well, unfortunately, the last time I was out there, um, I spent a lot of time in their, um, hospital, <laughs> Oh. so, hey, at least the, I can say that I got there within probably two minutes so and so their whole system out there for emergency systems is actually pretty great so I mean being in a city with X amount of millions of people you gotta be great right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah true so but no that's even though I went to the hospital I had a great time out there so and definitely great people out there good nice people even though a lot of people say it's murderous, <laughs> but it's not really. You be more good people out there than. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would say so. I mean, um, yeah, New Yorkers are different. I, you know, like people are different everywhere. Yeah. But, uh, especially, you know, like, cause I've been to Boston, New York, New Jersey, here. I say, you know, people are different, you know, wherever you go. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think New Yorkers, I think they're. <laughs> they get a, they get a rap they shouldn't, but uh, oh, no, right. they think that's hurting too. They get a rap you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, mean, yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah. You know, we we've always had a rep to wear. Um, don't go to Detroit. You know, <laughs> well, period. Now you hear that here. You know, they compare us. They say we're we're little Detroit. You know. I don't think but it's that the, bad here. But the bad thing is, but no, the good thing is. Detroit has cleaned up a lot over the last yeah, even five years. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to Detroit about a month ago, and I, I thought it was nice. I didn't. Yeah. You know, I know the whole stereotype behind it, but uh, I enjoyed my time there. I thought it was nice. Um, As no I always, you always said though, it doesn't matter what town you're from. You have your every neighborhood has its issues. It don't mm-hmm. matter where you go. Right. You know, it's true. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. You know, you can't just say it's bad in one spot, you know, and, and put down an area. It, everybody has their issues. But you know, some beat the bigger populated areas, you see more because they're more populated, you know. That'd be like so. Flint. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Flint. I was in Flint a couple of weeks ago. And I got to admit, you know, understandably so, people in Flint are generally nice. You know, they're wonderful people to hang, out, hang around with. You know, I can't. I can't say I'm not gonna sit here and bash Flint because for some of the things because some of the, most stuff isn't their fault. Like some people in Detroit, most stuff isn't their fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't sit here and bash two cities, two mm-hmm. urban cities, or like for here, for example, I can't sit here and bash here. Or people say this isn't Detroit. This is nowhere near Detroit. <laughs> you know, people here are a lot friendly. You know, people here are friendlier here. Don't get me wrong, I love my city, but. Um, if I had to choose, I mean, yeah, I rep all three. I'm not going to tell a lie. Like, yourself, you rep, you rep Queens, but you work here. And I, it's understandable. You can rep both cities or three cities at one point. Oh, uh, yeah. New Jersey, uh, Long Island. Um, okay, maybe, 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 maybe about seven cities. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you like about seven cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I got it. Let's be honest. Jeremy's <laughs> all over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was mainly, you know, just growing up, I grew up in Long Island, New Jersey. But... Yeah, no, I get it. I get what you mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
I get it. Yeah. And, and the Detroit side, it, yes, it ha- I've been through the downside, I've been through the upside. Now it's back on this upswing, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Granted, we don't have a million people anymore, but I'm proud to see what it has become. It's been, the population has been getting definitely a lot bigger, though, because it's been getting cleaned up. And right. and not to mention, more it's more diverse than it was. Yeah, it was. exactly. I mean, when I was growing up, it start, the diversity was leaving. Now it's coming back, and now I'm proud of it. And it's coming back. What my, many people don't realize is that even when we're, the Red Wings are on a downturn, the LH people, the LH family are still helping out the area. It's um, definitely a good family that's cleaning up the area themselves. They they might have not got all the stuff they wanted to get done yet, but they're still working on it. They're still cleaning up. Right, that's true. And I mean, there's still more neighborhoods that need help. I do understand that. Even mine, which, which I live in the Rosedale Park area. But, you know, it's wonderful. Detroit is a good city to go to. Yeah. Right. But it, again, like you said, they're helping rebuild. And, you know, and the other thing is, is they're getting rid of a lot of the condemned areas so people can't you know, keep it from building and, and, well, hoarding and hiding in them, you know, using them as drug houses or whatever you want to call it. And for which you I know. can say finally. Yeah. It took a few years, I can say finally. But we have a question from David Nippert. Okay. Happy New Year, fellas, first off, he says. Jeremy, any opposing player you're excited to see play here in Port Huron? Um, yeah, <laughs> Well, first one, like the uh, first one that comes to mind is uh, Ahmed Mafouz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, we kind of cut that right there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, you hear different things about Foose, but uh, I just, you know, again, from I've never met him or anything, but I just know he's the all-time leader uh, in goals, assist points, and even did. Pims in this league. As we always <laughs> say, for one, he is a great player, and yes, he's supposed to get under everybody's skin, Grant. And we think he's a great guy off ice. We just don't agree on some of his casting tactics. Okay, right. You know, other than that, you know, we get, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, and it was, you know, before I came here, you know, I was researching players and stuff in the league. I mean, just from what I got him, from, like, from what I got from, you know, researching him. I mean, you know, most points in the league, so he's definitely, like, I don't know, the, I don't want to say the face of the league, but, you know, he's a guy that's been around a while, and, yes. you know, he's all, you can, he can score, uh, play, make, and do all that, so, I mean, I, I'm excited for uh, when we play Elmira mm-hmm. for the first time. Yeah. And it's, um, and he, he's definitely one to joke around with you, he, yeah. like I said, he's a great guy, he is, yeah. I, you know, I've talked to him before, he, you know, and he's great, he's just, you know, as as the opposing team, we, we you know, again, you know. We love our opposing team. Yeah. <laughs> we like to poke the stick. Yeah. <laughs> you you um, just sometimes have, you know, you always have that one, you know, that you always remember. Yes. You know? um, be honest, David, you, you meant to stir the pot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready for another commercial? Yep. That's, uh, we'll be right back, guys, and um, stay with us. And also come back. Um, come to Big Boys as well. Remember, we still got the silent auction going on. Lindstrom, we got Lindstrom si- signed stuff, so. <laughs> hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay. 
not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water. What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or hearty Denver. It's your Big Boy. Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. came back and won six to five, which interesting. So, you know, yeah. As you watch them play, it, it slow. They're starting to get more shots and a little more, mm -hmm. you know, and not as bad as their goalie should be getting some stars. I'm sorry, he should not be not getting stars again. I think there was a 68 save game he had earlier in the year too. He just had a good, he had a 79 save game. Oh, this weekend. Yeah. Oh, this weekend? Yeah, yes. Carolina. Wow. Yeah, you I know, did he didn't even get a star. Wow. 
Um, welcome back, guys. We we're just talking about the Rumblebees goalie, uh, about how um, impressive that he was this weekend against yeah, the Thunderbirds. Yeah. I mean, not being able to um, really have any defense in front of you—that's amazing. Yeah. You know, that's what what brought that subject up is um, the icebreakers announcers talking about how well Carolina's doing, taking taking off where they left off last year. Well, sorry, when you got seven games against a team that, you know, is almost guaranteed wins, yeah, you're going to take <laughs> off where you were last year. Um, that just reminds me of the um, commercial that just came out from the Myra Enforcers, too. Funny that you bring up Mafus because they just came out with that commercial about the guaranteed win against the Rumblebees for this weekend. That's that's quite interesting within itself because I know Bus Hockey League made fun of them for that one. And... I'm, I'm sorry, the way the Roman Beasts have been playing, you know, granted, you had, they had to lead against Myer the first time and they blew it. I admit that. It was a botch. It happens in hockey. But you give, you gave them another opportunity to win the game. Mm-hmm. And now you're poking a sleeping dog. Well, although they haven't won a game yet, they're what, 0-24? Yeah. Um, one of these weekends, they'll break out and win. Like the Wednesday game against us. I thought for sure this that'll be the game we would actually win. Um, I was afraid. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it, <laughs> like that first period, yeah, it was like very close, and uh, you, know, you know, I'm not a coach or anything like that. But no team I would ever take lightly or anything like that. I don't think the Prowlers were taking them lightly, but I mean, it was surprising to see how well like Battle Creek played. But then yeah. I think the Prowlers second period they just warmed down. You saw the three goals come. And <laughs> that was yeah. that was you know that was it. But um. I, I, yeah, I do think Battle uh, Creek, they're getting better and I did, um, every day. And I yeah. did make a prediction yeah. that said they will make the playoffs, although, yes, they're 124. They're not out of playoff contention as of yet. It's true. I mean, think, you have, you have um, between 56 and 60 games you play in the year, so yeah. you still have a chance to especially get over the 500 mark. So, it's I mean, it'd be an impressive win streak, <laughs> but... You still have that chance. So, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> right. Jeremy, uh, what would be your dream broadcasting job and why? My dream broadcasting job? Um, well, like I said, I mean, I guess, top of my head, if I had to say dream, it'd be, uh, you know, broadcasting for the New York Islanders, but um, I don't know how close I am to that. They're broadcast with Brendan Burke. He's a pretty young guy, so I think, I think he'll be there for a while. But uh, Or even, you know, I love um, NBCSN. Uh, if I could do anything with Doc Emmerich, and, you know, I'm in the place for it right now, I'd say, right? But, um, yeah, it's either safe for the Islanders or if I could, you know, if I could even be alongside Doc Emmerich even for one game. Um, oh. Those are definitely two dreams, no, no, no question. That's okay. Next question is from Kurt. Um, who's better now, Robbie Nichols or um, Mafus? Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's been a while since Robbie Nichols played, right? Uh, um, depending on which job you're talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess on the ice uh, right now, Mafus. Um, Robbie. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I think what like uh, Robbie Nichols playing the ECHL a bit, I think. Yeah, he played up in the a- AHL. As oh, he well. did too. Okay. He played twelve seasons up there, so. Oh, interesting. Okay, I, I, yeah, I know. I know he was in the ECHL, so I, I guess right now, Mahus, career-wise, well, could be different. I'm not sure. But, right. Yeah. Um, but that's really 
not saying much because Nichols is 55 right now. Yeah, right. right. So, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. As, well, Gordy Howard. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not many people can be Gordy Howard. Yeah. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> Sorry, I had um, in there. Yeah, how old was he when he retired? Ooh, 60-something. <laughs> Stayed yeah. in one game for the Vipers. Yeah. That was like, what, 98 or something like that? Yeah, 97, 98. Yeah. That's Uncle Gordy for you. I, I, I wish I could have been there for that game, though. That's I watched the game on TV. That was that was special. Yeah. I believe I went to the game right before... To, that happened right before that game. I'm like, ah, oh. The game right before. Yeah. But no, that's the time where we had the Border Cats and they gave out those free tickets to the people that went to the Border Cat game. So that's... How we'd always go, so that's a nice way to, especially to support local like hot teams and local businesses. So, because if you're, if anybody remembers, the Detroit Vipers did sponsor the Port Huron Bordercast for a good two, three years. So, <laughs> four years, yeah, and we were even a farm team for the Florida Panthers for a good season too. So, that's a good turnaround from losing the flags to now. So, and, I mean, we can get back up there. We we have the capabilities, so. And we, we have the voices to be heard, especially, <laughs> too. So. Crystal asks, what's one thing that the poor here fans don't know about you? <laughs> this is usually a question we ask on uh, get to know your prowlers at the end. Um, <laughs> that's why she's okay. asking it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. That's. I would say. Uh, so yeah, I majored in journalism in college. Uh, one thing I would say people don't know about me is um, I, you know, my school uh, being in the communication school required you to have at least one minor. Um, long story short, I ended up uh, dual minoring in uh, public affairs and RTVF. RTVF is like radio, video, television, film. Like that was like production classes and like cinema studies. I took classes like that. But for public affairs, I wanted to do communication issues and I couldn't. So instead, I had to take uh, legal issues. So I was taking law classes. So um, one thing I know, I do have knowledge. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but you know, knowledge of the law. Um, and of legal issues and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd always make a joke. Um, I, I, did, I did well in the classes, and I would make a joke like, yeah, I'm not, you know what, I'm not going to do journalism. Like to my parents, I'd say, I'm not going to do journalism. I'm going to become a lawyer instead of go to law school, <laughs> things like that. But, um, yeah, I would just say that, you know, um, I have good knowledge of the law. And like I said, my I had the same professor for all three of those legal classes. And, uh, you know, we were good friends. And, um yeah, he, um, he taught me a lot. He was a good professor, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Alexander asked, did you, did you work at Harvard? Yeah, I, yep, yep. So, yeah, this, um, <laughs> yeah, so this summer, <laughs> uh, this summer, yeah, I worked three months at Harvard, uh, June, July, and August, um, again, just in their athletics department, um, again, uh, doing promotion, uh, basically promoting teams, creating graphics and video, things of that sort. Writing releases, um, really just promoting uh, their social media and all their teams, just during you know the break, their break because mm -hmm. there were no sports going on in the summer. Um, it's definitely a good start to um, basically step off of right after you get out of college. So. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a great experience. Uh, I really enjoyed Boston. Um, 
And yeah, it was nice. It was a nice summer. It was a really nice summer there. So. I talked about hockey tradition though while there. Is. Boston goes way back to the start of the NHL. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see TD Gardens. I mean, the, the Bruins were in the Stanley Cup. Um, no, um, against St. Louis, and I remember Game Seven was there, and I wanted to at least go to TD Gardens, just be outside to you know. Tickets or anything like that. <laughs> and, um, I couldn't get to go because I had to work late that night. But um, you know, that was really cool to be in in the city because I remember like every day you would see Bruins mm-hmm. uh, gear everywhere. I would take public transportation to work, always on public transportation. They'd be wearing yeah. things, and it was really cool. And um, I did get to see Fenway at least, of course. Uh, and, hey, that's yeah, that's I mean, historical. Uh, exactly. Itself, so. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm, I'm happy I got to see Fenway, yeah. and yeah, that was really awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I am a Yankees fan, but. Um, yeah, no, it was like, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was cool to see, and yeah, like I said, I mean, it was a really nice summer. Um, so it's safe to say you were probably one of the most hated guys in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't wear any Yankee stuff or anything like that because I remember they they lost the day before. Um, but yeah, I, I would have been. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We got a question from Chris. So, out of all the places you had lived, what do you like the most about Fort Huron and why? Um, I like my Fort Huron. I, I, you know, it's. I remember one thing Mac Graham told me uh, before I came here was, you know, it's a it's a great like summer town, and you know, obviously I was never going to see it during the summer, but when I first got here, and it was still warm and everything. Um, I love going down by the water. Um, you know, like I said, uh, my my family has a lake house, and like I said, I could sit on our dock all day and just mm-hmm. watch our lake. So yeah, you just go. I'd say the, the hanging out down by the water, especially when it was warm out. Um, you know, it reminded me more so of like our you know home things of that. So yeah, I mean it's also a cozy town. Like I said, I really like it here, and um, that's it. But yeah, during the summer, Matt doesn't lie though. We have a lot of stuff going on, yeah. so. If you ever get the chance to stay here during the summer, that's <laughs> absolutely you. Yeah. I mean, you got it now. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. races, yeah. Yeah. parade, and all that mm-hmm. fireworks, concerts at in the riverways. So that's. I mean, we can't the big car on. show that's supposed to be even bigger this year. Ooh. They're talking over eight hundred cars. That was uh, seven hundred last was, year. Yeah. And they're they, they're. Working on trying to get it over 800 to 1,000 this year. Um, yeah, that's it closes down the whole like Main Street. Oh, so, okay. So it went from um, it went from what Huron to all the way to um, past the uh, Powers Diner last year. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it's all the side streets, all Main Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of got in trouble because it it wasn't supposed to originally go that far. They end up. Yeah, they had a big traffic jam from the military all the way up to the Blue Water Bridge going out of the bridge. Yeah, but that's, but that's why they needed a limit to a certain point. So that's the one problem. But no, it, they didn't expect that many pre-registrate or that many people coming in. They, it ended up, because originally it was supposed to be like 250, then it went to 500, then it went higher. And, you know, and then more people showed up that registered the day of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where it affected. It's the one that exactly. registered the day of. And they weren't prepared for that. They were saying. No, they even had to call in more EMT and all that. Oh. So. And. But. That's. Yeah, I heard that too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we're all getting distracted by this small little tapping noise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Robert, cut it out. You're with your uh, talk about <laughs> drive <through. laughs> I don't know if you were watching the one day, but Robert distracted us with a bicycle going through the drive-thru and Taco Bell. I'm oh, right. oh. I was yeah, talking... Yeah, it's like a bicycle. Yeah. Uh-huh. An actual bike. <laughs> pulled up to the drive-thru window. What did <laughs> I do? Like, I, I text funny. Mike or something? That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Bartillo that we had on that night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Bartillo's like... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was saying something, and I'm like... Because I also get the Facebook notifications up here, too, on my... On the, rest, the red um, laptop we have here, and... I saw it pop up. I'm like, Robert. But <laughs> <laughs> the good things you do when um <laughs> you have a show and um interesting stuff happen happens over at um Taco Bell though. Yeah. <laughs> if you had three wishes, what would they be? Oh man. Okay. Um. <coughs> uh, well, it's a, it's a, get to know your prowlers. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Chris yeah. was definitely treating you like that. I so. interview, yeah, I should interview myself for for the uh, next uh, next road trip. No, um, three wishes. Um, <laughs> infinite amount of money. Um, I could like buy anything, of course. Um, you ain't wrong on that one. <laughs> I, this is actually it's funny enough because this is a question I, I thought about in the in the past. Yeah, I would say like. A, just a large amount of money, whatever amount. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be infinite. Um, my dream car is a uh, 2006 Chevy Camaro, Bumblebee, oh. like Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. If you ever seen the yeah, Transformers, <laughs> so I guess number two would have to be uh, Bumblebee. Yeah, basically <laughs> Bumblebee. Yes, Bumblebee. And uh, number three would be uh, an infinite amount of wishes. <laughs> yeah. I like to do that. Yeah. But let's just yep. be honest, I never want to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm sorry, Genie doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or three more wishes. You know, that's one of the wishes they always tell you, well, sorry, we can't do that. It's yeah. <laughs> a good thing that you can't waste it, though, but like that, though. <laughs> I'm sorry you wish for that, so that um, negates that wish right there. Yeah, that's, that's why I would ask for the money thing, because yeah. then I could probably just yeah. maybe try and get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, or that, or having the best kind of job out there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, or yeah, exactly, being uh, your dream job. Yeah, my dream job, being a broadcaster yeah. for a hockey team. Mm-hmm. Being on a Stanley Cup winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be, yeah, it'd be awesome to see these guys get the Commissioner's Cup and, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, with how the season's going, you know, just keep it up. The yeah. first year, I got to admit, after the first two games, especially after the second game where they had a 9-7 lead, and then, it, yeah, lost an OT 10-9. I remember that. I said, no, we're not seeing the Cup. Wow. No, hardly nobody's <laughs> showing up. But then things got to turn around. So... When they finally made the playoffs, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going more, I'm going more, I'm going more. But to be there in the building when they won the Commissioner's Cup? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a greatest greatest thing ever. It was. It was great. I remember, I don't know where you guys were, but I was right up against glass. I was, too. And um, I was um, right by our home goal, right in that section right there. So it's like. Seeing the action front Oh, balls. yeah. I yeah. Yeah. We were all east in the we were, east upper. I was, I was in section 8. I was east upper. You was with me. Yeah. I was in ride. Yeah, I was east upper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the year I joined the east upper rowdies. Um, but no, being... I, I I was literally right where all the action was. So it's, I, that's the best experience I've ever had going to hockey games here. So seeing that firsthand in the first row up against glass... 
Because it wasn't just up in the second bowl first row. It was literally those, like, 23, 24, so. Plus, that was the first championship in 75 years, too. 42. Oh, 42, 42 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to get your numbers. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, the Lions haven't won one since, oh, like, what, we 54? Ain't, we ain't going there. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to throw this statistic out there. They've never been to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Sorry. The end of the uh, championship game was, was our biggest crowd, too. Yeah. It was 1992 or 97. 95. Uh, yeah, 97. So, and um, that's somewhere we where we need to get back. What's so. your favorite part about working for the team? I, I would just say, you know, being around the guys every single day, um, no question. Just even, you know, slow day. It's a slow day. Yeah, if it's like a slow day at the office, you can just hang out with them, just see if they need anything. And, yeah, essentially, do work that way. Um, but yeah, just pretty much being around them, technically Monday through Friday. Um, I definitely say that, and just being uh, being able to help out and just feel like you know you're actually helping and making a difference with them. Um, so. Okay, now some of the other questions we always we always ask. <laughs> what is your favorite sports movie? movie. Um, I got a few. Um, Slapshot, of course. Uh, M- Miracle. Okay. I really like Remember the Titans. <coughs> I feel like there is that like definitive one. I just gotta think. I mean, does Airbud count? Uh, I, 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 I count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, I had a golden retriever as a kid, and uh, we have one now at home. So, I mean, um, I gotta throw Airbud in there too. <laughs> yeah. Like I tell everybody, you have to go for Mystery Alaska. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was glad that Greg Ridge was back on uh, last week because he did say Mystery Alaska. So. He did. Okay. Yeah. So that's. And no, not last week, but the week before. I've I actually watched the um, game the, just the other night of the uh, us beating the Russians. Mm, Found okay. it on YouTube. That yeah. the full full game. So, oh, that's yeah. an amazing, interesting thing. Yes. Because mm-hmm. um, I went to the. I was actually at the Herb Brooks Arena, and oh, yeah. they do have that separate. I know back in like. 2001, they had a separate room where they could show that specific game. Oh, okay. So, okay. it's a beautiful arena. In there, like though. a Lake Placid, right? Yeah, yep. watching the game live on TV, though, that was special. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... I, I do remember watching that game against in the Olympics, and then it brought back memories after watching Miracle. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it was... It was we need to get back there. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> our best performance, sadly, was our on our own, own cycle after that. So, because yeah. constantly we're late as of late in the Olympics, we're finishing the, like what fifth, sixth. So, and it's we need to turn stuff around. At least we have the woman to count on. They're getting yeah, constantly yeah, gold and silver. So, yeah. at least we have that. <laughs> yeah. We can count on the women to. Get the men through. <laughs> yeah. call, hockey's more diverse now. Yeah. Different countries now, so it's not like the powerhouses U.S., Canada, Russia. It's now more teams, mm-hmm. more countries involved. So yeah. Yeah. It, I'm in the women. The Japanese are gotten have gotten a, a lot huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's ever since the Nagano games. They. I know the last time I saw they were like 
nationally, they, they were internationally ranked at like fourth or something like that, so that's good for these kind of teams. And for a commercial. <laughs> what commercial? <laughs> but, um, remember, guys, <laughs> remember, guys, come to, down to Big Boy. We have also our 50-50 raffle that we're giving away. That we're, we, um, we want you to get in on our silent auction items. We're supporting the Epilepsy um, Foundation tonight. So I'll be posting a link to our official um, GoFundMe um, link, too. So. That will go throughout the whole month of uh, January. So please help us out, out on that. Help us out on our silent auctions tonight. Wonderful um, items. Wonderful items. Yes. And, and if you can't be here, didn't you say that they can uh, send us their uh, bid? Exactly. We, stuff? we do have the pictures up of all our items that were uh, have our silent auction items. So you can either post your bids right on the chat right now, or you can private message us with your bids. So we're here to I'm, eat. Yes, we're here to eat. So we we have another over two hours left in this episode. So, yep. um, so when we come back, we'll probably start something with stats. Yep. So um, we'll see you guys right after this break. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or hearty Denver. It's your Big Boy.
Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. Hi, and welcome back, and we do have another guest joining us tonight, um, who we all hate. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's a blind referee, so um, he, he didn't do anything wrong this past weekend, so I guess that's a good thing, <laughs> but... um it wasn't there. Oh, well, I, I guess that explains a lot, right? <laughs> but um, please let us know, us playing Delaware this coming up, up weekend, um... How are we going to screw us over this com coming up weekend? Haven't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, it's coming. That's why you know. Um, but we do have a um, question coming from Robert's side. Uh, Jeremy, how would others describe you? Um, I'd say there's a, depending on the person, a few different words. Uh, I'd say funny, dependable, caring, uh, generous, just somebody that's like always there. Um, yeah. Just a, so a people's always. person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I feel like in this business you gotta be right. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, it just comes natural and uh, yeah. So and and we're glad that you are because in this type of business you have to have people to talk to to actually like take the craziness <laughs> off. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. And um. With how hectic the um, this business is, uh, how hectic my life is, with um, getting all the stuff into the show and all that, I'm glad I'm able to actually talk to someone that understands what I go through. Yeah, yeah, so. no, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you're trying to get people on the show, and it's good to have like a middleman. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, every week I'll uh, well, do I my best to help you out. I threw my curveball too, though, because. He had everything set up on the, that laptop over there. And then um, our first show here, I said, well, I got a new laptop for you to work with. And he goes, oh, I don't want to work with a new laptop. I finally got this one running the way we need. And I says, well, it's Alienware. And he goes, oh, I want to work with a new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, that, I, I'm, I'm happy for that one because this actually runs a lot smoother than my laptop. So Another and question from Crystal. Who has impacted you most in your career and how? Um, I would say my parents, uh, you know, it's, like my, my, you know, my mom's an account, my dad's a financial director, so for them, you know, getting job, you know, it's, it's basically like applying and, you know, more so you get in and, uh, you know, I to I chose a totally different path, um, and, you know, from day one they always wanted me to do something that I know I'd love, um, to do, so, I mean, you know, just going forward, uh, since broadcasting, uh, whether it was in college. Um, a month before I came here, I was um, doing um, baseball with a team in the Can-Am League near my house, um, where I live in New Jersey and then here. So, you know, just having their support um, and, and critique and all that, um, mm -hmm. yeah, has really helped me out. And, yeah, they've, they've definitely been, I feel like, you know, a, a huge impact in my life um, and getting to this moment. Um, but they have to be. They, they, you live with them. 24-7, so... Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's... 
No, I've seen other relationships. I don't, okay. I don't know. I'm going to rephrase what he just said, though. They don't have to be, but they, they do because they love yes. us. Yeah, you know, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. as they always say, nobody has to do anything, but if, if they care enough, they, they will. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, like, I, I've just seen, uh, just, yeah, I, I feel like it's, uh, you know, I know people my age sometimes don't have the best relationship with their parents or things like that, but that has been my case. Like I said, my parents have been like, you know, biggest supporters and uh, you know always by my side throughout everything and um, definitely without a doubt they're the biggest impact it's, it's no question it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing to, especially with this career path too not many parents would especially follow you in that kind of career path yeah yeah so. and, and, and it's not just like you know you could have a game and like yeah great job you know critique me like what I could do better things mm-hmm. like that or um, any ideas and, you know I mean, like I said, they've been a big help in my, my, right. my whole entire life. So, um, and that's amazing to have too, so yeah. especially with how like hard fought the TV industry is. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's mainly about you know who you know and yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a tough industry to break into. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no question. And it's it's a it's a good thing that you were able to break into yeah. such great yeah. stuff. So, yeah. and we're we're happy for you too. So, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> And the other question. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was daydreaming. That's <laughs> a good thing I have you on point, right? <laughs> As an announcer slash broadcaster, what do you believe is your best accent? My best accent? Asset. Oh, asset. asset. <laughs> asset. <laughs> um, my best asset. That's an interesting question. Um... <laughs> it's been something I, I, I've, I've been working on, um, and I think it's a lot better now compared to if you know you listened to me back in like October, I think. Just uh, I don't want to say being loud, but like being more excited and uh, having more energy, things like that, bringing the energy. Whether you know it's uh, we make a save or we score a goal or you know something like that, just bring more energy um, to the game and up in the booth and making it more exciting to watch. I got a question though. Yeah. Um. No. Nowadays in the broadcast, and how do you feel that do you feel there's a lot more censorship than there used to be, and what you can say and what you can't say? Um, I, I don't. With a lot of these, if you notice it, with a lot of these people getting fired over their well, opinions. Okay, yeah. I, I, so I, I, <laughs> how about that? Do you, do you mean like maybe like off TV? Like, well, even on you know, well, like the thing with Don Cherry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to me, there's a lot more okay. censorship. Well, in the Don Cherry case, yes, but you know, just watching maybe Doc Emmerich from you know when I was in high school to now, I feel like he's this. Nothing's changed there. You know what I mean? Um, like, so I, I think it depends on the job. Like for reporters, yes. For like play-by-play color commentators, no. Um, and then in that case, I feel like the Don Cherry thing falls more into like the. The reporter side, and and it goes beyond that. I would say with social media too. Just you just see some things people post, and then boom, you know they're fired or let go or whatever, and it's a controversial thing. But I feel like you see that a lot, which is you know why I, you know the, the the rule is that I've always followed since I've been in high school. You know you think twice about whatever you post on social media. Think mm-hmm. like, is there any way this could be bad or whatever? So. Yeah, I would say that I think there is, in general, in my field, more censorship. But yes. so in some cases, though, too, if you're like a broadcaster, like with this league where you broadcast many teams over the you 
YouTube base. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. YouTube's, um, isn't it classified um, 13 or, or that new classification where you, unfortunately, the language needs to be careful of the custom and stuff? But Watertown does not exactly follow that. No, they don't. Either. Neither does, um, what team did we play first for it? Uh, Danbury. Danbury. They dropped they the F-bomb a lot. They dropped the F-bomb yeah. before, before, before the game even started. He said, said somebody was giving him a hard time and he told him to mm, off. Are you and, he, <laughs> yeah. and he didn't believe it either. I assume the game didn't start yet. Is that why? It was still during warm-up. Warm during oh, pre-game wow. warm-up. Yeah. Did they do like a pre-game show during, like right yeah, after it, it or what? It was yeah. during the show live feed. It went, all, it went over the air. Wow. With Watertown, they constantly do it during the game. So. Oh, the guy says it during the game. Yeah. I, I've, I've met their... Um, they're broke. He's a nice guy. I didn't. That's, uh, we're not saying this. No, oh, yeah, he's yeah. not a nice no, no, guy. I, well, but... I, I'm sorry, but I mean, is, I'd be, I'm surprised he does. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. I was like, you have to think about the certain situations already. But, and I, I was going to just say that, too, because sometimes it's like situations where the referees aren't making calls they should make, and you get they get frustrated. And, yeah, there's biases. You know, and, and, yeah, being biased. You know, and, you know, mm. it's, you know I'm, cause I'm not saying that sometimes that things don't get called. When, when they should die on us, but it's not, but they have some both teams, you know. Yeah. Uh, both teams, there's nights where you, you'll you see yeah. nothing being called. It's like, okay, why wasn't it called? But Yeah, when I when I broadcast, because that's one thing, I remember, again, growing up, certain, mainly color commentators, I remember just watching hockey, you could tell they were biased in their ways, and that was something I try not to be. Um, I just try to call the game how it goes. Um but sometimes, yeah, sometimes there are things that you don't agree with or are just absolutely ridiculous that you will, you know, basically your emotions come out and you, you'll show and tell that. And, I mean, it happens, but, it's yeah, I, I, I do my best not to, <laughs> to do that. No. Yeah. 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 One thing is... Well, that's one of the things, too, like I said, when I used to the check pocket for the 50, sometimes I'd give us stuff to give away to the first person to purchase, you know, mm-hmm. and... Um, People would get upset with me because if it would be an opposing team fan, then it would oh, okay. be the first person. But, well, I'm, I try to stay neutral on that. You know, if they're the first person to buy it, like I was told, you know, I'm going to give them the you know, free item. You, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. you try to, you know, you know, like you said, not be biased, especially when you're working the sales part. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. Money, right. money to help the team, money yeah. to help the team. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> um, but, um, Welcome, Mike and Amy. <laughs> Just getting out of work, so um, congrats. <laughs> Crystal asked, tell us about an accomplishment you are most proud of in life. Um, wow. Um, I mean, I feel like a default would be being here today and you know, being in this position. Uh, but maybe, again, something not known. Um, just being in college, um, I would just say... Um, Oh yeah, making making, uh, making deans list all eight semesters because um, I really focused on school um, more so than you know my extracurriculars, of, you know, radio and things like that. So um, you know, I was that was always a big part of my life is school, focusing on school. I was always like around one thing. So yeah, I would say in college, uh, deans list all eight semesters. So. So. You, you are smart. But, no, that's something to be actually really proud of. Yeah, thank so. you. Oh, yeah. And, um, 
definitely smarter than the guy than I am, so. <laughs> As and they say, we're all smart in our own way. Exactly. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe besides you. Why you say Cletus? <laughs> <Wow>. But, <laughs> but, no, it's, yeah, that's definitely a great thing to brag about. That's, that's very hard within itself to be in college and to get on Dean's list. Especially two semesters in a row. Yeah, especially towards the end. Like, I'm yeah. With all the law classes in there and then doing internships. Mm. So, I, I was a lot of juggling. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't easy, but you know, I, I did it. Here yeah, I am. Yeah. That just means you had wonderful teachers, right? Wonderful yeah, I, 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 yeah, I love I my professors at school. Um, uh, I... I don't think there were there were many that were like, oh God, here we go with this class or any. I mean, I know that there were some. I, I, I do know that, you know. But, yeah, overall, especially in my journalism field, like those were like my favorite professors. The journalism professors were terrific. And, um, yeah, a lot of credit to them, especially helping where I am today. All right. So. The, the knowledge they've given me. So. That's, those are the people that's really all... I the superstars and deserve a lot more pay. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, I, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead with that next question, Robert. Oh, I can't see with that. <laughs> and you were making fun of me guys earlier. And, and you guys call me blind. Crystal <laughs> asked, what advice would you give to people who would like to work in this particular field? Yeah. The, the second you know you want to work in this field, I would order, like, I, I, I knew towards the end of high school so I would just say try and get involved ASAP whether it be with I know I didn't have this in high school some high schools have uh, radio stations things like that or TV stations mine didn't um, which is something I would have loved to have done um, but I would say get involved in terms of extracurriculars if you're at a college with you know your TV or radio station and really work work with it and um, you know I remember in mine it was always you know, the more you put in the higher you go up so yeah, keep putting in, um, just get involved that way, and uh, at least you should buy your second year of college, try and search for internships, and you know, just put yourself out there, and then if you have any networking events, uh, things of that sort, um, go make connections, because you never know, down the road, it might be helpful. I know, I there's one in, uh, that always comes to my mind, I have um, at Sirius XM Radio, um, a girl I met, um, towards a job interview I mean that, that's a whole story in itself <laughs> but like yeah you never know like you know just to have a connection um, so you could use any time down the road whether it be for an internship or maybe with a job or something like that mm -hmm. but yeah just just get involved ASAP and um, like I said just keep working hard towards it um, and make those connections alright so that's definitely good advice yeah and um, that's a that can go with any job, though, too. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I just... Uh, the, the one thing that was always stressed to me, I feel like, was just... Uh, it's all about who you know. And, you know, some people I know... Yeah, my dad's brother works at this radio station, so I've been in there. Me, I... My parents, you know... I, we didn't have a connection like that or anything like that. Or 
I have an uncle that does this, you know, I, so I had to, you know, go out there, put myself out there and work towards it, so, um, it's just, yeah, just something to stress and, uh, yeah, just keep working hard. Mm-hmm. So, that's definitely good advice, so, and, and, what, what did she say? Crystal says, not to bring up a bad thing, but I, for one, want to give you a standing applause on how well you adapt to the Densville game in our warm-up jerseys. You did an awesome, awesome and never mixed up a name. Yeah, funny, funny story about that. So, uh, I usually get the lineup card from Joe, before, like way before the game starts. And so, he had a normal lineup card, like Greg Rich was 18, and Federally was um, uh, 19. So you know, I had the normal lineup card. I was great. Before the game starts, their PA announcer gives me, he's like in the box next to me in Danville, he gives me a split card of our team and their team because I needed their roster, and I see names or, or numbers are crossed off on our team. I see Gregorich like 44, Federley 91, <laughs> um, Dalton Young was 39. I'm like, what? Why, is, why, why did this happen? I don't understand. And they come out on the ice in the warm-up jerseys, and I was like, Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah, I, 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 and I had no idea that it happened. And uh, yeah, I got through it. Um, at least I kept the numbers close, so mm-hmm. that, that was helpful. But um, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was funny. And hey, two and zero warm up jerseys. So. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's hope that lives and dies right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, that could be an auction, yeah. hit. Hey, Denzel, yeah. the Dasher's announcer, we're having a kick out of it. Though. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, though, at least say we. We have a nice looking one. Yes, no, they are very nice. I you do know, like them. Yeah. To what a lot yeah. of teams yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, they, they are nice shirts. I really like them. Yeah. The, the question is that we, um, we wanted to know: Does those jerseys have a fight strap? Do you know? A uh, what? Does, does those jerseys have a fight strap? What does that mean? Strap. No. The white strap was... inside of the jersey. Oh, I, I have no idea. Okay. I've never. Um, had that situation. Yeah, no, 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 no. But no, that's, that could cause a lot of problems during fights. So. Oh, okay. They, they can be pulled over the top of your ears here. And oh, okay. And they can get suspended if they don't have it pulled down correctly. So. I know the socks were different, too. Yes, yeah, they were uh, the teal socks. I don't know the story behind that. I don't know if Dashers provided those. I don't I don't know. Uh, they yeah, were teal. from the Danville Wings. So oh, that era. okay. So, oh, okay. And I got my answer pretty quickly. Um, Crystal did say that there is no fight strap. So okay. that could have yeah, been a very dangerous situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we had three fights the whole weekend, too. Yeah. Uh, I think Greg Rich got two. Joe was in one. So. We had some fights, though, too. Cool. Yeah, we, had, we do have the... Oh, you, uh, you do? Okay, yeah. Oh Well, technically two, because... um. The one really didn't count with Greg Rich. Yeah. And that's why we think at least that's why they got the second fight off. Because so. mm. it was it was both the same players, so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also another reason why I think um Nippert and um the Rumblebee went at it too, so Right. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't have a name bar, I remember. Um I, I think Tommy something. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, they were young. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was quite funny, yeah. right there. Well, I, I, I just remembered I, the play was in on the in the left zone, and they came out of the box. And I just saw the gloves fly off. And I'm like, oh, we got a fight <laughs> over here. I've got them looking. So yeah, it was, it was something else. Yeah, I was, I was actually quite fighting in the box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we knew um, that wouldn't happen because Betty would Betty would. Be she would put her whip down right so quick, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think it was it was kind of funny because Nippert actually, from the looks of it. Kind of got to the Rumblebee first and kind of tackled him and <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I wish I had that fight on here, but I unfortunately don't. So, but we'll play the fights later in the episode. So stick around for that. Um, we only have a few seconds left before our break, so it's um remember to come down. We have we do have like I said before we do have that um silent auction. We do have fifty fifty going on. Um, please help us out with the epilepsy. Ugh. Epilepsy Foundation. Um, help out, big boy. Come down, eat great food, please. Yeah. And they close at 8 tonight. They do close at 8, which will be the end of our episode. But um, you still have a couple hours left to come eat some great food. They're very accommodating, like I said. So it's um, they'll come. They'll come to you with all your needs. <laughs> so that's you can't ask for any better waitresses from here. So. So. We do have a question, so. Somebody has a question? <laughs> you got a question? What? Did you have a question? Sir. No, we're Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're raising their hands out there, just. <laughs> but um, we'll be right back. Thank you for staying with us tonight, guys. Hey, guys. It's oh, from the Port Aaron Power. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, Cakes and water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or hearty Denver. It's your big boy.
At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or hearty Denver. It's your Big Boy. Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. Hi and welcome back, guys. Um, so we it took a little bit longer because we're selling 50-50 tickets during the commercials. So it, it's a good thing because it does help out. Like we said, the, the um, epilepsy foundation. So um, I like I said in the last episode that we had. Um, go ahead, we're selling more. Well, might as well. So um, it's. Like I said in the last commercial, um, commercial, <laughs> last episode, the um, 
the epilepsy, epilepsy Foundation does mean a lot to the show. It means a lot to me because uh, two for two, yeah. Um, it's one of my friends had epilepsy throughout his life, so it's um and he, like I said, he's the major reason why he this show is continuing on to the second season and further. So it's one one thing that I do want to honor his life. I I do dedicate my time on the show to him. And I'm glad you guys support me in this. I'm glad that I have Robert, I have Dana as main host. I do have Michael right here as a backup host. Uh, you'll see him whenever we um, have Friday night um, um, Friday night um, game recaps, and then whenever Michael Hurd can't come on. So it's, um, I, I'm glad that I have so many people surrounding me. I have Jeremy that helps me out getting players on. And thankfully coming on himself, too, and not being scared and being in front of the camera <laughs> for once. <laughs> not to mention, uh, coming from somebody who has an eye who has epilepsy, um, it can be a scary thing, but with research and what Chris is doing, it's for a good cause. So if you can't come out and support, please come out and support. Um, hurt my eyes. Epilepsy has cleared up some, but, you know, there are still other people that need the help. So please come on support. Plus come out, enjoy, enjoy the show. It's a wonderful show. I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, like I said I've been a part. Of, this is my third episode, and I've been a part of at least one or two game recaps. And I gotta admit, these are a fun group of guys right here. Oh yeah. And we're you know? definitely glad to have you on yeah, too. You know, so. especially part of, especially. <laughs> part, As we say, you know, you get a thing. You know, we're also part of the East Upperotis. So right. You know, especially yeah. also being part of East Upperotis, I'm telling you, I recorded you guys the first couple of years before I sat over there. Yeah, yeah, but you're still gonna be always be our Carolina trader. <laughs> we, well, but you know, you gotta understand. There's a reason behind that. Yeah, but like even though even though we rag on each other for stuff like that, though, there's yes, yeah, so we know you want to sit with the Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> but we do come together for great causes. We stuff like the Epilepsy Foundation that's um means a lot to us. It, it definitely means a lot to me and Mike. So it's well, please. Not just you and Mike. My sister's epileptic. Yeah, um, exactly. My grandmother yeah. is epileptic. And then, so everybody, everybody here and has, know someone, and it's um we pretty much all of us knew Greg Rushton, so yeah. and he that's why he has his own seat saved up in the great wow <laughs> up in the um, East Upper Rowdies. So and um I want to definitely thank you for actually. Letting me talk so long about this too. So yes, because I, I didn't want. We we're gonna ask Crystal's question now. How do you mentally prepare for your game game nights? Do you do any unique things to warm up? Um. So well, I guess in terms of like mentally preparing. Um. In terms of like, well, it, it's different for home and away games. Home games, you'll normally see me running around, uh, passing out sheets or schedules, whatever, and you know, in, in a suit, and it's hard to run in it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'll be doing that for about about three. That's about if a puck drops at seven, that'd be from about four to six. Go around seeing if the team needs anything, if Joe needs anything done, um, and then helping out the game staff. Um, just in terms of them setting up, you know, setting up the jerseys and mm -hmm. our merchandise office, things like that. And then usually, um, again, if it's like a 7 o'clock puck drop, maybe about 40 minutes before, I'll call home to see, uh, just 
not to remind them my, my parents on the schedule, but I don't know. It's kind of like a tradition I do now, because I did it back um, when I was doing baseball, too, and in college, whenever I was on for anything. I do that, and uh, for warm-ups, yeah, usually I'll walk around the, uh, the main concourse, uh, you know, get something for social media. And then I'll head up to the booth, and uh, you know we'll, we'll go from there. Our pregame at home, our pregame shows. So what they about need to do? Ten minutes before they need to get you get you a suit, a chicken suit with no head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. But no, yeah. No, it's um, I come watching you actually um from the East Upper Rowdies, We've seen you like, especially in that deep corner where mm. they have that suite. You jump over the. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, if I have to, I'll jump over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one suite has a lock on it. And uh, if there's no nobody around, no morning staff, I'll have to jump over and put things in it. But um, I like, the, uh, you know, I like the road. Well, well, not more. I love being at McMoran, but I like the road because what I'll do is I'll go straight to where you know our booth is or our table or whatever. I'll set up our our mixer for Mixler. I'll set all that up. It's easy, and then uh, I'll walk around, see what's going on in the locker room, get the lineup from Joe, and then uh, you know just. Watch the guys um, warm up with some Super Bowl or whatever, and um, yeah, so it's just more relaxed on the road in terms of setting up before games. So, um, and then, uh, still on the road, I'll call home uh, no, forty minutes before. <laughs> I say more wins, Crystal, but we'll, I'll ask him the question anyway. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what, what can we expect moving into the new year? <laughs> um, I mean. Just, just from me, or just well, just in general, I guess. Just in general, yeah. I mean, like I said, more prowler hockey. I, I mean, I think, I mean, you know, I think this winning streak can continue on. I, I think, you know, we'll stay higher up in the standings. Uh, you know, more where we are now. I, I, you know, Carolina. It'll be interesting to see if there's a point where they fall off. But I, I do think, you know, yeah. Hopefully, by April we see, you know. I think, of course, I definitely think we'll be in the playoffs, but uh, hopefully we're a uh, top seed, so we have home ice for first round. But, yeah, I do see this team continuing to have a lot of success. This next question is from us. Yeah. Do you plan on um, broadcasting for the Yetis? Um, right now, no. Um, I haven't. Uh, I talked to uh, um, Jeff, um, Jeff Bloom. Mm. I talked to him, um, you know, a little bit. Uh, the other night when he was here, and then I talked to him a bit on the uh, the phone a few days later. Um, right now, um, no. Uh, you know, depending on what's going on, you know, where I'm at, and where I go next, whether I stay with the Prowlers or, you know, we'll see what's available. I, you know, I don't know my options yet. Um, yeah, it's, it's a possibility. And, you know, I, I, I have been thinking about this, the, the Yeti, so... Um, I'm not going to say no, but uh, really it's just, I don't know yet. But uh, it'd be something interesting. I mean, something, you know, like cool to try. I've never, yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, I don't, I'm sure the rule, there are different rules, things like that, but um, yeah, uh, it'd be interesting. It really would be, yeah. They're minorly different, but okay. generally the same. There's no blue lines, so. Oh, okay. That's well, interesting. But the good thing about the um, um, heads of the league, they wanted to generally keep it towards what we knew in Port Huron, so. Yeah, that's that's a good thing because generally roller hockey is four quarters, not three okay. periods. So that's one thing within itself. That's the major difference in normal roller hockey. <laughs> yeah. So. But didn't they say they're gonna do it in the fours? No, they're doing still doing the three periods of twenty. Okay. What about any ticket specials? Um. Uh, 
at the moment, uh, not, I don't think we're doing anything special. Um, just in general, tickets at the box office, I think the day of, I believe, are either 9 to $10. The box office is a little like separate from where I am. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll sell season tickets and flex packs. Yeah, it, it, it depends on yeah. what area you're in because yeah. um, they're $10 plus the, the right. fee is $11. Yeah. $11. So, like, mainly, mainly what I do is uh, I, I do sell individual tickets, but mainly I sell flex packs and season tickets. Uh, flex packs, um, you know, they're a 14-game pack, and then season tickets at this point, if you're interested, when be the full price because obviously we're halfway through yeah, the season. But um, yeah, I mean that's what I do. But uh, at the moment, nothing. We're not doing any special specials. Yeah. Oh, we got a question from Samantha. Yeah, I, I glanced over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dalton, why do you always wear your shoes in the locker room? How you guys doing, uh, Dalton and Sam? Um, I well, what happened was is when I first when I got there, I'd always wear my shoes in the locker room, and then when it started getting. Um, Snow coming down. I guess salt was on the ground. They, they, everybody takes up their shoes in the locker room. They put on like sandals, but I didn't have sandals, so I would just continue to wear my shoes, and then uh, I'd get in trouble for it. And I've been better now with stopping. <laughs> um, so now I'm always wearing socks around mainly. But um, yeah, that's why. Like I said, it was for t- like two months. I was used to just wearing my shoes in the locker room, but because of salt, not allowed to. So um, yeah. Have you ever thought about doing a job shadow with a high schooler who may be interested in going into broadcasting? If so, how can one contact you? Uh, I, well, I have a card, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd be interested in doing that. Um, you know, showing them the ropes and you know how my path has been guided and how it's gone uh, in terms of contacting me. Um, if you want, you can contact me after the show. Uh, Facebook and then uh, or if you if you guys want to mind I can yeah. give you guys the information to give them um, yeah 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 and um, like I said I have a card too um, so if you ever see me ask me for my card um, but yeah, yeah what I'll do is I'll get your card later and I'll yeah, take yeah, a yeah. picture of it and yeah. Yeah, perfect. And, uh, and that's perfect. upload it that's I can perfect. tell you like for, from her first hand he's really understanding about everything so yeah 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 I mean, it's a biggie but yeah I'll give you my card and yeah and um He'll, he'll definitely work with you guys. So yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'd be interested in doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Passing on the knowledge and the torch. So, yeah, absolutely. I guess the main thing is, is um, would you be as nice to them as, as you are as nice to us? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, yes. I mean, that's the main thing, right? That's, you can't have your first person that you're job shadowing under being... Uh, no, totally. no, no, I mean, yeah, was, I've never met anybody... You know, like, when, um, again, when I was doing baseball, before I came here, um, I was, actually, I don't know, maybe you guys might know the name, um, I was uh, doing commentary with Brett Luthner, who did, who did, um, the New Jersey Outlaws Mm. the year, you know, they won, I think they were in the league for one year, they moved to the sport, but they won the uh, championship that year, and he was broadcaster of the year, so Mm. he showed me his award and everything, and, uh, yeah, he was a guy that really mentored me and was, like, grooming me, so... Um, That's yeah, yeah. It's definitely something. All right, Jim from Crystal. Yep, yep, if you had to play coach for one game, what would you change um, now and why? Um. <laughs> well, um, I, I definitely want Levier in the lineup. Uh, <laughs> but he works a lot, though. That's yeah. just that thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, make sure Levier is here now. Um, 
Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, you know, it, it, you know. It's funny when you go on the transaction page, you see all these teams making transactions. But I think our last transaction, well, except with Simons being called up, is Nipper. Is So I mean, you know, the lines don't really change much. Excuse me. Just, uh, <laughs> ran this wire. Um, yeah, our lines don't really change much. You know, um, I, I don't know if there's really much I, w I would change. Um, why you need that chemistry to be I, everybody's clicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. said right at the moment, if it's not broken, why fix it? Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't think there'd be anything I'd change at the moment, to be honest. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that's why our, in our second season, not a lot of people wanted to play because, unfortunately, Trevor would constantly change everything up and would, let okay. people go. So yeah, oh, okay. And not a lot of people had faith in the team. They just wanted to leave. So mm. that was the problem is that we could have done done a lot better, but people wouldn't perform because they were too scared of the next day being off mm -hmm. and like released on waivers. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's a great group of guys and they believe in each other. And I mean, I, I, at the moment, this I don't think anything I would change. No. All right, no. that's a good thing too. So. You, you need that player trust. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely, so. absolutely. <laughs> that's. That's the main thing about coaching is that you need that player trust first. I, I, you know, if there's one thing I like, one thing I didn't understand, um, just coming into the season was when Joe was suspended the first five games. I thought he would be able to go on the bench as a coach because he's the player head coach. So I, I you know, I, I just said because he got suspended as a player, not as a head coach. So I thought he'd be able to go on the bench. Well, yeah, I mean, I wish the same thing, but yeah, the first time he got his first suspension as a well, coach, yeah. we were wondering the same thing, oh, okay. but then we found okay. out no. If you're suspended, you can't be on the ice. So I mean, that would you know, it would have been nice to see Joe on the bench just for those first five games, so he could have been, you know, coaching at least. Yeah. You know what I mean, but uh, but yet you have to at least admit that he does some great coaching, even if he's not. Oh yeah, absolutely. Around the yeah, team, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, you you have to say that he did some great coaching during <laughs> practice before they went into the games. So. Mm -hmm. At least they knew what to do and who to go out. With yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, with that, I know, you know, Matt Graham, um, you know, took, didn't take, uh, you know, did a great job mm -hmm. of, you know, running, running with the uh, players on the ice and everything, and those two guys practiced what they preach, so, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was a big credit to Matt Graham as well, um, just for those first five games, but yeah, it was just something <laughs> I was, I just wondered throughout, this, like, you know, when the season started, if Joe would be able to go on the bench, but, I don't know, I guess that's something I'd change. <laughs> at, at least with, um... Those two might not have the same exact coaching style, but at least they understand each other and they know exactly what the yeah. other wants. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I had a question for Crystal. What about the uh, what about line changes as in how long they are out for? What is your idea of a good shift? I, I mean, I think I think normally it's about, what, like 40 seconds? Yeah. If you, yeah. Know, you know, I, 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 I would stay around that range. I mean, it's, it's harder in this league, I guess, because you have three lines. So, um, you know, I don't know if I would reduce that time. I mean, it seems like the guys still 40 seconds. I, you know, I don't think they're super out of gas after, you know, one period <laughs> right. or anything like that. So, I, I mean, I would well, keep yeah. that the same, you know, obviously. Um, so, again, if, if they're not tired, if you pull them off, they're too soon, you're not yeah. going to get the chances that you're, they're getting. Yeah. And uh, a good shift, uh, well, obviously not getting scored on, but, um, <laughs> I mean, but, uh, you know, you know, the puck's in deep. Um, trying to create uh, any chance you can in the offensive zone and just making sure you're not, you know, 
when you if you have to get back, you get back in time and uh, you set up defensively if you need be in there, your own zone as well. Just All right. Yeah, just do the job. And oh, sorry, um, but yeah, that's. I guess we can have faith in you if you ever decide to become a coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't play enough in my 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 <laughs> shortened career, but uh, yeah, no. I, <laughs> that's okay. I didn't play any enough. You know. I'll, I didn't play any. You know. Oh, oh, you guys coach? You guys. But I I, I know quite a bit. I do a, a lot of volunteer work. I do the. Uh, oh, okay. I do off ice officiating, gold judging, penalty box for silver sticks. Oh, nice. And I've, I've, and I've been watching um, hockey since I was a kid, so yeah. I pretty much can read a play, understand a play, and how yeah. everything develops. Yeah, I had a ride put in my back when I was 13 years old, so. No hockey for me. <laughs> they, they do say though that um, players do not make the best coaches. So yeah, it's funny, but you look at guys, you know, in the NHL that are great players that turn coaches. Not one well, like Gretzky, you know, that with him. <laughs> that, that, no, that's a sad situation. Right oh yeah, yeah, I know. That, that I know. was Phoenix. So, yeah, so was, yeah, yeah. You know, those were the days like Mike Comrie. I think uh, Owen Nolan was at the end of his career when Gretzky had him. Vladislav Nagy, there's a name yeah. I just remember, but um. I, yeah, I, you know, it's. it's yeah, I don't say that either, though. You know, some of them, pro- you know, probably could do, you know, good job, but yeah, I, you know, it's, yeah, I just. But it takes it takes a lot of years to get the knowledge you need for. Not everybody can be a Scotty Bowman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, that, but then you look at like Rod Brindamore in yeah. uh, you know Carolina. I mean, he was like an assistant you know, coach for like seven had, years. Scotty but. had a ring for each finger. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Tom Brady, yeah. six rings. Uh, we, we don't talk about Tom Brady, Tom Brady. that cheater. Uh, I didn't know you guys weren't fans of him out here either. I, 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 I mean, yeah. he's a Michigan guy. That's yeah, yeah, all that's I say about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Michigan guy. Yeah, yeah, he's Michigan. That's all I can say about it right now. Without getting my head chewed off. So we're just going to leave it at that for now. We, we don't support cheaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's get on. Um, um I do have two of the um, silent auction items here with us right now. Um, if Robert, this puck right here that I'm handing to Robert, he's gonna hand it in front of you. Um, that's our Sergey Samsonov puck. Um, Detroit Vipers. If anybody really knows him, it's um, he spent a, a good deal in Port Huron. He um, he. Um, Loved the area. He he loved playing for the Vipers out in the palace, and um, it's a good item to actually have in your repertoire. And also our um, main item tonight, um, our Nicholas Lindstrom. That is a beautiful signature right there. I'm gonna tell you right there. And thanks, Crystal. You have good night too. Um, good night, Crystal. Night. Night. Um, that is a great puck to have. That's. That was signed during when he was still a player. That's so have having his signature. It's and it's beautiful too. You you can't complain about having a puck that's signed by the perfect man. <laughs> Especially if you ever seen him play. Oh yeah. You know, I had the opportunity to actually see him play live in the alumni game. He plays exactly how he played when he played regularly in the NHL. So you're gonna be you can watch him play, and you can have memories of watching him play, mm-hmm. and it's all pretty much for a good cause. Um, and they they say Pavel Datsuk is a magic man, but that's a true magic man right there, is Winstrom. So I, I have to give uh, 
best to steal the magic man because I've seen Lindstrom score and he's just nonchalant about it. But the way Pavel moves, uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta give it to Pavel. No one. It's got, it's got. It's a small edge to Pavel. I, I'm sorry. No one can beat Lindstrom on the blue line, though. You're right, but you gotta understand. Pavel yeah. played what wing and Lindstrom played defenseman. So they're magic men of their own exactly. species. So yes. And um, so the we can you can guys can start bidding on those two items right now. Uh, the starting bid on the Sergey Samsonov puck is $50. The starting bid on the Lindstrom puck is $60. Please put your bids on this, this chat or you can private message the, um, the, um, wow. Page. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, too many things going through my head right now, so I'm I sorry. Know, well, no, I know exactly, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean, trust me, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, See you after this commercial break. Exactly. See you guys in a minute. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay. Not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers. Savory Southern or Hardy Denver. It's your big boy. Well, not really. I got the beat. Oh, leak wrestling tomorrow, guys. I can't believe I let myself.
Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. Welcome back, guys. Um, before we start this segment, I actually do want to show you a video right now. Um, get your... I know you didn't make the um, trip out there, but I want to get your uh, thoughts on this little situation, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we told, we told, well, I heard about this today. I didn't get to see it, but yeah, all right. It's actually quite funny. So, Sorry, Joe, if you're um, watching. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do you think was going through his mind at that point? Yeah, I, I don't think he did it. I, don't, I think it was. I think it was on purpose. Um, <laughs> he just wanted to have some fun. I, I what was that going into uh, one of the periods they were coming back out? Mm. Yeah. No, I just wanted to have some fun. I know Joe's always an entertainer. He's a fun guy to watch. I remember uh, in Danville um, two weekends ago. Uh, he was in the penalty box, and we scored. And um, you know, in Danville, you're behind the net. Um, so I was behind the net where the dashers uh, shot twice, and so I could see Joe. And we scored, and he's pointing in the box, and he's and he's looking over towards me in my little booth, and he's like this, like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he's a. He's an entertainer out there, and uh, yeah, he's just like such a fun guy to watch, and I love working with him every day. But yeah, I, I think in that instance, yeah, he was just having some fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, do you blame him? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, well, I guess um, since we spent over two hours now without talking about any stats, too, so. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I love stats. <laughs> well, let's, let's go. Let's. Yeah. The first game that we have not covered yet is um, actually the Battle Creek game. Okay, yeah. Um, so that, that's a good thing. That's um, they only gave up forty-one shots. Battle Creek. So that's yeah. I, I like I said. I mean, I, the prowess are winding them down, but there is some structure to Battle Creek's defense. Like I said, I do think they're getting better. I, I don't think they're going to go zero and fifty-six or anything like that. <laughs> but I do think they're getting better and. Uh, yeah, it was a good. It was a good win overall. Yeah, yeah. As definitely, like you said earlier, well, well, hard fought first period. Too, so. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, so they managed to get thirty-two shots off, so that's their offense is getting better too. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, I think at the time of this game, the, mo the most amount of goals they scored in the game was two. And then now I think it's five because they yeah. hit against Elmira. Yeah. Alvis, Alvis had a hat trick, which really helped in that game. So. Yeah. Um, and definitely um, at the time of this game, I think their highest score only had like nine points. Yes. Yeah. So. It was um, Nathan Margetts. Yeah. He didn't play. He didn't play in that game. Um, but but Alvis was the second highest. I remember. Yeah. So. And it's, it's a good thing because finally they're getting in the double digits. So mm -hmm. that's something to start breaking about. So. Yeah. Um. First star, it's um, was our own Joe Pace, mm -hmm. and then uh, it's uh, 
second was Giannis Giuliano, and the third star, which is his first game back in a long time, mm-hmm. Chris, Chris Levier. So it's um yeah I'm yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I just remember with Levier like I said I love watching Levier play mm-hmm. you know in the three games that he's played with us and uh, I just remember early on he almost had a breakaway he almost with two defenders mm-hmm. he ended up getting past him but not in time to, for a breakaway and I remember he got the puck behind the net fed it to Zolkanich and Zolkanich uh, threw over to Jay um, you know the uh, left face up down he was a one timer basically mm-hmm. like an empty net so. Yeah, Levier, an amazing player. Giuliano had himself a night. I think he scored his 99th goal that game. Oh. And then, oh. Uh, yeah, Joe, Joe is for, uh, I think he said uh, in our post-game interview with Brady, I think he said this, this might be the first time since he was in the minors that, like, he scored two goals in a game or something <laughs> like that. So, yeah, a good night for him, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I believe he got the game-winning goal, too. Yeah, yeah, he, was, uh, oh. he got the third one, yeah. So that, that's a good thing, too, so. It's... Yeah. Hopefully this is more for him. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, um, to start off the scoring, uh, just a minute 18 into the period. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's Jay from Zolkanich and uh, Levier. So it's um, watching that from your standpoint, um, were you able to pick that up, how it was going through? Yeah, I just... Mainly what I remember is Levier was literally... It looked like he was trying to do a wraparound, but he didn't. And instead, he had the puck along, like next to the post, and he just gave it out to Zolkanich. Zolkanich was coming in, and he quickly passed it over to Jay. Jay was just waiting there, and I had to get that left faceoff dot uh, near it. And it was just a one-timer in. Like, the goalie had no mm-hmm. chance. He was way out of the net, and, uh, you know, one nothing. Yeah, so that's... Either way, it got the crowd into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Good night. Um, the second goal, which is a technically a tying goal, was mm-hmm. good... Six minutes after it was um, Kinsman from Howie and Luciani. Mm-hmm. Howie, we still wait for that pizza. <laughs> um, well, that's a different Howie though. <laughs> yeah, both of them. Yeah, uh, we we make fun of Columbus because oh, okay. Jake, Jake Howie. Jake, yeah. At State Farms, How- Hungry Howie's Pizza. That's where it comes oh, from. Okay. So, but um. Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake from State Farm and. How we I, I'm glad that he can take it really well though, because we saw him laughing on the ice. No. <laughs> so, I, I know her definitely plays along with that really well. So, and but that was good for them. They tied it up almost really quickly. So, yeah. <sighs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> the one bad thing about this season is that you get the congestion and all that. <laughs> Um, just six minutes later, another person who was actually on a hot streak is um, Justin Pertillo. He got he brought us up two to one mm-hmm. uh, from Giuliano and uh, Federley. So that those are all three people that are on current hot streaks. Yeah, right yeah, now. no, yeah, all three are hot, and uh, yeah, I mean they've definitely helped the uh, depth out. There's no question yeah. about it. It's great to see some depth scoring. Um, yeah, and um. There, it stayed that while for a good long while. Mm-hmm. Thirteen, almost fourteen minutes into the second, Joe Pace got the game winner right there. Yeah, I remember that puck uh, took a bounce and it like oh, hopped yeah. up, and I think it just went past the uh, glove of uh, Eisenhower. So yeah, it was a it was a nice uh, nice bit of puck luck there. Yeah, and so we all thought it was, came off of someone else too. So oh right, <laughs> I think uh, Portillo. 
Yeah, no, it was a goal. I think Portillo was out in front, and uh, it yeah. looked like he might have uh, tipped it. Um, but, but I think in the end, I think yeah. yeah. And that came from Giuliano and uh, Robertson, so mm-hmm. that's definitely a plus. I can get scoring from literally all around. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then to bring it up four to one, Austin Federley from Nipper. That's that's one one name that we like hearing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's been such a great addition to the team. And yeah, mm-hmm. Nipper, I remember behind the net, he tried to throw it out. And I think Graham was the first like option available, and he, he got a pass. Graham just to Federley in the slot, and Federley just listed it home. You know, it was again, no question, he was going to score. Yeah. yeah, and I love when uh, Federley scores too. He gets so yeah. so excited. Yeah. And um. Robert's back from selling 50-50. Please come buy 50-50 tickets from us. Uh, come buy our um, um, silent auction items. We're, we need we need to help support the Epilepsy Foundation. And um, let's get back to this. 1726 um, into the second, Giuliano puts us up 5-1 to one from Arna and Levier. So that's... Arna is not one we really see on the score sheet, but definitely is a team player. Yeah, I, lo- I love watching Arna play. Uh, obviously, I would say he's kind of like a two-way defenseman, mm-hmm. more so defensively, though. Um, and you know, like I said, he's basically he's always on that power play, too, when he's playing. But uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, great defenseman. It's awesome always being playing at home, and you know he'll be in the lineup then. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's talk about a... A defenseman being an octopus, though, that's yeah. <laughs> right there. That's literally the definition of octopus defense. And right there, he keeps everything in. Yeah. So, and um, just two minutes into the third, though, six to one from Robertson and assist from Strack and Arna. So, yeah, I remember uh, we were talking about Strack getting some power play time. Yeah. And, yeah, he just feeds a pass over to Robertson, and Robertson. Just blasted home from the point. He loves a uh, he loves that slap shot from, yeah. uh, from on the point on the power play. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it worked. And yeah, six one. I believe this is the power play that Robertson was actually played as a defenseman too. Yeah, yeah. So. He's he's normally yeah normally on the power play. He's on the uh, right point. So, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it works. So yeah, yeah. And um, luckily for Battle Creek, literally like. 30 seconds later. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah. 6-2. Yeah. It's um, from Ryan Elves. and Elvis, Elvis. sorry. And it's um, Nicoletti and Steele. Yeah, I, I just remember Elvis just was speeding down the left wing and uh, just came in. It was basically just shot and scored. Just excited on Paul. And, yeah. Uh, it was nothing fancy. Just a quick shot. I think it caught him off guard. Yeah. And, yeah. At this point, though, he hadn't really had much shots on him mm-hmm. especially at the end of the second period so yeah to get something on him was definitely out of the blue mm-hmm. so and then um to finish out the scoring just like two minutes later we joe gets his final goal to put us up to seven to two from lavier and jay so mm-hmm. yep. and that's what secured his first star right there yeah yeah um and like I said, he had the game winner, so it's just mm-hmm. fine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he surprised himself on that goal, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember Levier uh, slid it through, <coughs> slid it to him. I think passed, like, uh, one of the Battle Creek's defense was a really nice pass, and uh, Joe just finished. I think uh, Eisenhower came out of the net aggressively again, and Joe just had to get that puck on mm-hmm. the so. 
it's it. And it's good to see how excited he gets when he gets yeah. Cool, oh so. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's always it's always a surprise to him. Yeah, he has more goals this year than I, last year. Or so yeah, I, I he's got like he one three or four. Once or twice last yeah. year. Last year, I think he had two goals last year. And he's so. already eclipsed that this year, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so. And then um, this is a game where it was weird. There was only one call mm-hmm. in the penalty sheet in the first two periods. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah very quiet from the refs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, surprisingly, that was from Bartello for high sticking in the first two periods. Yeah. And that came like almost right off the bat, right after our first goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And it's, it's, but you have to admit though, with wrapping that kind of game, you do have to give that kind of advantage. Try to give that kind of advantage to a team like that to try and help them out, even if you don't mean to. Because it's getting kind of like embarrassing for them, unfortunately. I don't want to say it, but. No, I got it. I got it. It's. It really don't do them no good with us having one of the best power yeah. penalty killing teams yeah. there is right at the moment too. Yeah. But I, I get why they were doing that though. They they were trying to give them as much as they could. So which we all sat up in the East Rupper Rowdies. We were okay with that. Yeah. So um, that's why the blind man ref didn't show up that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. You know. <laughs> um, but in the third though, um, Battle Creek took which I think was the stupidest penalty on their part. It was an obvious call, but it was stupid on their part. Which was a slashing call from Way. And it's. I think they were just getting frustrated at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, frustrations boil over. I mean, yeah. well, this was the night they were trying to avoid 0 20. Um, mm. So I, I would imagine that would be in the, you know, the back of their minds. Um, but yeah. Um, Especially with how much is publicized. Was, right, Michael Thomas, that's who we yeah. talked about before. He was the one. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can tell he was definitely not happy at all. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. And especially with how much is publicized from like hockey news and ESPN, where they're chasing down the um, record. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's. So they're battling not only in the game, they're battling against this record, which unfortunately they have since beaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it's, yeah, but you know. It, just because they hit this year they don't do very aren't doing very good doesn't mean nothing about next year because again yeah. we got to fall back on our Port Huron Falcons you know worst team in the league the first season only six and then, wins you know won the division the following year so. you know so it don't take much to turn around we went to the, All right to the semifinals and lost in the championship game yeah so, yeah. so anything can change in one year especially with how much. That um, this especially this league changes too, yeah. and player wise. So because you can't really sign people to like three, four year contracts. So it's and next year they'll have the whole off season to build mm-hmm. the team. Exactly. Instead of like well, like a month or two. Like mentor last year, uh-huh. just like them. Yep. And um, the good thing though with mentor is that they were able to keep most of the roster and still build. Yeah. So and um. But now the um, coming up next, though, is where things started to boil over for them. And it was where this fight technically started, the Nipper-Thomas fight. And some, because they were going at it. They were almost about to throw down the gloves. Yeah. And they were going at it in the penalty box, too. Oh, yeah. Remember, that's, yeah. yeah. And 
but literally the second they got out of the penalty box, they just threw down. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting anything to happen, because like I said, the game was mm. over, basically. Um, but but Nippery uh, wanted something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a good point scorer, but when he gets mad, he eat a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He'll, he, he'll throw it down, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, which is something that we needed after losing Oslins, but... Oh, yeah. You have to pick and choose when you battle. Yeah. To say the least. You um, gotta have enforcers, you know. You gotta have people yeah. that were willing to protect the goalie and protect the other what players. What was the attendance you that know. night, Chris? The attendance for that night was 789. That wasn't bad on the Wednesday night either. Yeah, no, I know. Especially, yeah. especially yeah. for a team like that, too. So. Yeah. And, um. Crap, I went back too far. <laughs> this, um. The first game in Danville, let's get to there before we actually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was another high shot kind of situation right there. 49-42 <laughs> to 42 in favor of, of us. And it's um 4-3. So you thought 5-3 was actually a lot closer four than 4-3. Uh, yeah. No, I think... Um, it's, no, 4-3, kind of, I thought, yes, uh, the game after 5 oh, okay. I don't... I don't... I don't, I don't Hey. Um, yeah, that was the night that I did get the. Uh, I got the score right. Um, yeah. This is four three because I think we were, they were losing yeah. three to one and then they came uh, back. Yeah, away. ended up winning in overtime. So, mm-hmm. um, Federally got first star for getting that game winner, yep. Yep. and um, the lock from Danville got the second, and Sawyer got the third star. Um, scoring eight minutes thirty seven seconds in, Zalak got the goal for Danville to put them up one nothing, and. There was only one assist from Barakov and Muvov. I'm sorry. Yafimo yeah, Barakov. I think uh, on his jersey, I think it just says Barakov. So, right. uh, yeah, I'm just going Barakov. <laughs> um, and then 14.54, so probably like six minutes later or something like that, Portillo tied it up from mm-hmm. um, oh, Giuliano and Oid. So it's, it's nice to that Oid's oh, getting on the... Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah. It was a nice uh, just pass across the um, pass across the slot to Portillo, and it was basically mm-hmm. wide open that waiting, and he just missed it glove side. Mm-hmm. And then uh, nine twenty four into the second, um, Danville went up two to one off of um, everyone's favorite Danville player, yeah, Hein. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, from Atkins and Bukal. I, I know I'm messing Bukal. these. Up. I think it's Bukal. Bukal. Okay. Bukal. Um, but no, everyone ha- from here hates Hein. Yeah, just yeah. Because yeah. he's so good and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, and then Danville went up three to one, fifteen thirty-six into the second um, from Zalak and Pominville and Mubukal. And, and, and I just remember with uh, both of Zalak's goals, they just wasn't much on the two two pucks that just slid five hole on Corey Simons. I mean. Yeah, it wasn't anything pretty or anything like that. Just two goals, he definitely uh, would have liked that back. Right. Yeah. Um, and another name, Pominville is. He's always out on the ice. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like every time, like every yeah, like I've done three games uh, against the I feel like I'm always saying yeah, Pominville, Pominville, Pominville at the point. Pominville takes it up. Yeah. And yeah. That's, <laughs> he's a little past too. It's. <laughs> he gets. He knows how to get out of this game. <laughs> Especially last year. Where, yeah. Um, and then, <sighs> eight, like three minutes later, Zlokanish brought us within one from the two Daltons, nonetheless. Yeah. Young yeah. and Jay. Yeah. So. 
It's it's kind of weird because the next goal to tie it up, it was yeah. literally the yeah. mat line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so we go yeah. from the Daltons to the mats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's so Robertson, uh, Stoya, and Graham. That's weird. We have two Dalton, three mats. What are we gonna have next year? Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably, Austin. probably. Uh, yeah. To, and then uh, to end the game in overtime, which is kind of actually took a long time to get it. Yeah, it was just over a minute left. Yeah, I was, I was, I had shootout in the back of my mind to be honest. Yeah, but, same uh, here. Yeah, we get we get a power play, and uh, Robertson's able to draw a defender. Uh, he was along the right wing boards and draw a defender in. He makes the pass over to Fairley near the uh, left face of Dodd and Fairley had so much space just to work with, and he just mm-hmm. took it in a little, wrist shot. Um, but with how small yeah, Federal is, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. make that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just took it in, wrist shot, six side, game over. Yeah. Um, before we go to break, let's get through this quickly. Yeah. Robertson interference. Uh, this was halfway through the second, too. And then Federally for delay of game. Was that the puck over the net? Over the, uh, um, I believe so. I believe it was... I think so. I remember Robertson's penalty. He was right under me, and like you could hear what he's saying, and he was like, "He goes, what me? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't think he, he didn't do anything wrong." And yeah. yeah, it was dumb penalty there. Yeah. But the federal one, I think it was just a puck out of play. I don't, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Slade from Danville was a hooker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hold- a holder. holder. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we. <laughs> I have to bring Mike into this already. <laughs> um. The third period was actually, it's kind of interesting because Afenti got the instigator in the fight with Pace. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of weird that that was kind of switched around. I think I think he, he just kept asking guys, like, let's go, let's fight, mm. let's fight, let's fight. And I think Joe was like, all right, let's go. Mm. I, think, I think that's what happened because he was talking to a lot of guys before it happened. Um, so... Yeah, it was. But just kind of weird because you see Pace with the instigator, though, generally. So. Mm, mm. Um, and then to finish out the regulation, Nippard got the high sticking like 30 seconds after the fight. Yeah. So, um, and then that overtime, which actually ended the game, yeah. Buchel got the hooking penalty. Yeah. So that's that that's was true. that was the essential end of the game. So, and 6:45 showed up to that game. So, that's. Remember, guys, please come out. We have 50 50 um, until we have another hour before we leave. Um, I'll see you guys after this um, commercial break. Have fun. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show.
At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or hearty Denver. It's your Big Boy. Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. Hi and welcome back, guys. Um, I I do want to play that page fight from that one first. Um, thank you. So let's go play that.
That was one of my recordings. <laughs> <laughs> about that um that that was more of like a um hug fest more than anything so yeah i mean yeah they got a few punches in i know Akinati, uh came back that weekend uh he was, he was retired he was like 40 years old then yeah and uh and, you know the crowd got into it i remember um a hug fest yeah a few punches thrown there uh joe with the takedown so mm -hmm. yeah so it's, a little scrappy yeah and let's get into the second game really quick. Um, 49 shots for Danville, and this run 31 for us, and this was a 5-3 win. Yeah. So you were right. I'm sorry yeah, about uh, that earlier. No, yeah, you, I, you know, this whole weekend I wasn't feeling uh, 100%, so like, oh. yeah, the whole, that, that weekend, so yeah, it was, uh, wasn't sure if uh, right. I was right. But yeah, no, yeah, 5-3, <laughs> yeah. And then Graham got the first star with Robertson mm -hmm. getting second, and then Palmerville got the third, so that's... Yeah. I, I like I like the people down in Danville that do the stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. even it out on the stars. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're not entirely biased. Yeah, no, it was, it was well deserved. Um, uh, I just like I said, I remember it was a close game. Um, a little bit, you know, back and forth a little bit, but um, right. Yeah, it was a good win. It was definitely a nice win to uh, end the weekend. Yeah. And the good thing about this is that all the goals were on even strength. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to open up the scoring, six almost seven minutes into the first, Palmerville scored. Oh, excuse me, from um, Hine and Atkins. So, oh, God, sorry, the hiccups. So it's um, and then thirteen twenty eight, Graham got tied it up with a assist from Robertson and Nippert. So, and we we can score no matter what from any guys. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Graham, 52 seconds into the second, got his second goal of the game from Strack and Nippert. So it, it looks like Nippert and Graham are just starting to connect a lot more. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, um, I mean, yeah, that whole first line really, um, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it's really connecting well. Um, and yeah, going forward, I mean, you know, them yeah. be, you know, our impact line, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, you got Robertson and Graham, who's been in this league for four or five years at least. Yeah. So, you expect them to really take the lead with rookies like this. So it's yeah, I know you Graham, a great playmaker. Robertson, obviously, mm -hmm. put the puck in the net. So it's a good, it's a nice uh, one-two punch to have. All right. Yeah, and then Nippert helps out, especially uh, uh, playmaker. I mean, his well. We'll get to in a bit. The uh, <laughs> goal, goal he had was an absolute snipe. It was a beautiful yeah. shot. Um, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, and then of course he's the most physical. Yeah. Um, you know, on that line. So yeah. Um, unfortunately, just like three minutes later, under three minutes, uh, Danville scored yeah. to get the tie, mm -hmm. which is stressful within itself. <laughs> At this point in the game, I should say. Yeah. And. Thank you so much. Yep, thank you. 
Um, it doesn't matter. She's got okay. it. Um, that goal was from Salak, Armstrong, and Turner. So it's um. Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, again, we're um. We're we're doing the raffles. We're doing the um. Sign auction and the 50-50 tickets for the Epilepsy Foundation tonight. Um, as I just almost spilled my drink. <laughs> um, on the red laptop and not on the black. You know what? <laughs> but, um, like I said, we have the Lindstrom puck. Please come down and bid on that, or you can bid on the um, chat here. Please, that starts at 60 bucks. That's not that much for a Lindstrom signed puck. And um, please put a bid on it. We need we need this. We have the two game jer two game one jerseys from the Border Cats and the Beacons days. And those jerseys start at $100. Put your bids in, please. It's, um, even if you want to put in a bid lower, please, at this point, anything that you donate to the Epilepsy Foundation will be much appreciated. And we might as well just get back to the stats now. <laughs> um, 16 minutes even into the second, Nipper did get that goal. Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, Great to see him. It was just, uh, I think it was a three on two coming the other way. They were coming towards, you know, where I was in the booth. And, uh, yeah, I think it was the Robo, I think it was in the middle of the rush and uh, made a pass over to Nipper, who was on the mm -hmm. right wing. And, uh, yeah, just ripped it, uh, stick side, um, and gorded Chuck. And, yeah, it was a beautiful shot. And, right. Yeah, nice first goal for him. And, um,. Probably got him really excited, especially. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. So. No, he was pumped up, and he was feeling good after the game. I remember yeah. I interviewed him, so yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was happy. Yeah, really, yeah. Um, first one. Especially when it's um, essentially what brought us into the um, a huge lead, started to get us into a, a nice lead. Yeah, because yeah. that was a three-two um, decision maker right there, uh, four-two from J. E. Robertson and Zolkanich. So that was the start of the um, two goal lead. So, and um, I mean we can't complain. All scoring all around. And um, 12:42 though, Danville started to make a little bit of a comeback mm -hmm. uh, because they came within one again, four to three from Barakov and assist from um, Enzor. Yeah. And um. Unfortunately, that just came up a little bit too short, and <coughs> um, because just a minute and a half later, Stoya scored to bring us up five to three, uh, assist from Graham and Robertson. So they're just lighting up the, the assist sheets, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, five goals against Jesse Vardichuk, one of the better goalies in this league. Yeah. So, yeah like said, it, was a, it was a big weekend. That was a big weekend for the Prowlers. Oh yeah. They jumped Danville. Well. I think they were tied in because Danville. I mean, you only get the two points. Danville gets one. I think they were tied um, with Danville going into this game, and then yeah, they just jumped up. Went yeah. yeah. And um, it, this was more of a heated, uh, more of a heated. Yeah, 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 sheet, absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, lock, which is um, four, almost 15 minutes into the first, got a tripping call. Mm -hmm. Then Pace got two calls almost right off the bat into the second. 
a minute 14 and a 512, he got a hooking and a holding call. So, and then 1620 into the second, I want this explanation right here, which is not much of a fight between Gregorich and Armstrong. I, I, I think, I think, from what I remember, I think Gregorich slipped, and then mm. I think that that was it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, which is sad that they didn't really get to go much more. But, um, a minute 36 into the um, third, though, they did get the. Um, a second chance to go at it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Armstrong versus Gregorich, and we do have that second one there right here. So let's play that right now. Or not. I guess I don't have that. <laughs> it doesn't want to play for me. <laughs> but, um, well, I did have, I did upload that to the um, thing earlier today, so I guess I should have checked that. Let's play the Nipper uh, fight from <laughs> instead, right? Because we didn't get the Nipper game in Columbus but one game I mean it was so nice to go you know it was a long trip down there just to get for the one game you know they get that win it was such a chippy game too mm -hmm. a lot of hits uh, a few injuries in that game you know but yeah no I, I mean you, you, you knew it there'd be a fight early on yeah yeah I mean I mean we can't complain when we get those fights no yeah um to finish out the score sheet, though, um, Pace got another penalty for tripping um, just two minutes after that fight, and then Parsons got the delay of game at 5.39 in the third. So. And what I'm saying is that um, from the last two, last three games, the Danville games and the Better Creek game, the Pars have been very disciplined and not taking penalties. Right. And, so. You know, so that's a very good stat to have in this league. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Well, I so. mean, like, yeah, staying out of the penalty box, especially, I feel like, with the Prowlers, is just something really crucial. I feel like when they're not in the box, they're, they're, they're dominating on the ice. Um, obviously, it doesn't help to, you know, beat down the man <laughs> a lot. But, no, I, I, you know, when they sit out of the box, uh, I'm not saying it's guaranteed a win, but, you know, they, they play better hockey. And, yeah. um, you know, yeah. Um... I'm not going to sit and tell no lie, though. Honestly, um, they're one of the better teams in the league when they are in the box, too. Yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, just I feel like the action is more, you know, instead of, because when they take penalties, I feel like it isn't one a game. It'll be like seven, you know, and the, the action keeps stopping, but once it keeps just going and the mo their momentum builds, I just feel right. like they do better, like, you know, when that's the case. But they are, they are good on the penalty kill, I'm not sure. I think they're at like 85% this season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, yeah, nothing against a penalty kill or anything. I just think, 
you know, with, we it actually keeps fun. going, you know. I agree. They play, better. You know, they, they play a lot better. You know, at least yeah. this year, there, there's not a lot of stupid penalties. That yeah, they're, they're yeah. Not taking, yeah. They're taking penalties, that, you know, when they need to at times, but they're, and they're not, you know, in the box for just tripping somebody or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a game of constantly. But the good thing, though, is that uh, the Prowlers are... One of the least um, penalized teams this season. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I remember early on, like we're talking about, like the Danbury Watertown weekends. Like it, it was a problem with taking penalties and then killing them off. That was a problem. But I mean, they've yeah. they've definitely gotten so much better as the season goes on. So. But that was yeah. the opening weekend. Yeah, though, too. Yeah, yeah. So. I just remember, like in the beginning, it was just you know, problem Learn, learning to play together. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, before we get on to the next games, I do want to play the um, Mixler highlights that you guys posted. Okay. So what this is from the um, Mentor game, so let's get through that first, which is an amazing set of games. I'm just going to say that. Jay has it, throws it to Giuliano, Giuliano over to Federley, but it splits him and Pace. Federley will pick it up, Joe Pace slap shot, deflected, scores! Joe Pace with a knuckle puck that knocks the water bottle off the ice and the Prowlers take a one nothing lead. Joe Pace, his third goal of the year. Over to Dave Nipper. Dave Nipper throws it rink wide to Graham, just out, out of the reach of Graham's stick. Duncan takes it, banks it off right to the stick of Dave Nipper. He shoots and he scores! It was tipped, I believe, but Dave Nipper from the half wall throws it and pings off the post and goes in. Matt Graham tipped it, it looks like. And now the Prowlers, after being on their heels for a little bit there with the penalty, go up 2 nothing. The Prowlers win 2 nothing behind goals from their coaches, Joe Pace and Matt Graham. It ended with some, with some heated moments. Shots ended up being 45-37. So the Port Huron Prowlers extend their winning streak to 7 here in Menor, Ohio. Throws it behind the net. Oh, it goes off the official skate. A good break there. Brody Duncan, who was hobbling earlier, tries to clear it out, but it goes to the blue line. A pass there to Juliano. Jackson scores! Austin Federley did a great job keeping it in. The icebreakers thought it was offsides, but he thro- Dalton Jay then throws it up to Zach Salkanich, who leaves it for Jonathan Giuliano, who roofs it, tying the game at one apiece. Both teams kind of feeling each other out now at the start of the second period. Both teams playing very well defensively as Juliano takes it behind the net. Passes it up to Owain. Owain scores! Haytham Owain scores from the pass from Jonathan Giuliano. And he puts the Prowlers on top. 2-1 to one here. Just 2 minutes and 43 seconds into the second period. Giuliano will win the faceoff. Gets it to Portillo. Giuliano then throws it back to Parsons who throws it on net. And he out front. Portillo scores! As he celebrates right by the glass, the shot came from Parsons. It got behind Rodebush. And with 22.9, Justin Portillo took a second to put it in the back of the net, but he will for his 11th of the year. Justin Portillo puts the Prowlers up 3-1. to one. 60 seconds left to go in the game. Extra attacker out for the icebreakers at their own blue line. He's turned over to backhand shot for Robertson. Goes into the net. Matt Robertson backhands it in from the blue line. And that should do it. Four to two. Prowlers lead with 52 seconds to go. The port here on Prowlers. Come into Menor, Ohio. And take six points from the icebreakers. 
for four straight weekends. They have won every game. The winning streak is up to eight games now. Prowlers win four to two in Menor. And of course, right when you make that comment, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, like you heard in the highlights, we had a great weekend. So yeah. let's get on that first game and, and mentor before we hit that break. Um, the shots again high. I don't know why they've been high the last few games. So it's but forty-five to thirty-seven in favor of us. And uh, naturally, the first star is Paul, and he got that shutout. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, Joe Pace again got that second. A star, along with Matt Graham getting the third star, naturally because they got the goals. Yeah. So, and uh, Joe Pace, I believe, got that. This is his second game winner again. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Only first, yeah, it was a power play goal. Um, yeah, first one of the games, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. A game winner. So, uh, fifteen thirty-one in the first. Joe Pace from Federley and Zolkanich, and that's. I believe I was. Unfortunately, looking away at this point. The, the, game, funny, like, the funny part is, if you blinked, you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the ones I saw, and it was like, Joe Pace did what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, so wait, wait, wait. Could you repeat that, please? Yeah. I, I, okay, yeah. Sorry, I'll take it, but I didn't see it. <laughs> I saw it. I still saw, like, Joe Pace did what? <laughs> All right, great. Bum. And then 8.35 to the second, Matt Graham scored the second goal and final goal from Nipper and Robertson. So, again, those three clicking again. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, it's a great line. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of penalties during this oh, one, though. Yeah, this is the game that had a lot of penalties. Yeah. Yeah. 9-10 um, into the first. Pace got an interference. 14-16. Crawford from Mentor got hooking. Esri got hooking at 16-07. And Brody Duncan got the um, tripping at 17-47. Over the... So there's so many chances where we could have gone so a lot up. So it's... Yeah. But just unfortunately, we weren't able to capitalize. But again, two to nothing, you can't complain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, just seeing... Uh, in the second, there were a few penalties yeah. so going back to back to back. So, yeah. yeah. Especially in the first, you had two shots at a five on three. One looks like about 10 seconds. The other one, he had about a 30, 30, 40 second window. Yeah. You know, the second five on three, you had no time to score. It didn't happen. You know, but most of the shots on goal was probably from that one. All right. Um, by the second, though, Pace got another penalty for slashing at 1546. Stoya got holding at 1323. Pace again, that was a questionable one where he got the double minor for interference and high sticking at 1832 in a second. And everybody's just questioning it, I, I guess. So, because we, on our end, we didn't see anything happen. But. I, but. Uh, this game I listened to on Mixler. I was actually, uh, I was at home to watch on YouTube. To make the trip, so I, I couldn't tell you the visual of it. Right. Um, but yeah, no. And then in the third, Brody Duncan went in for elbowing 11:05, and then literally like almost as soon as he got out of the box, he high sticked someone. 
So that's and then so um, Nipper got a little pissed off of that one. Yeah. He just yeah, roughed so. him up. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah right, so absolutely. And then um fourteen oh six, so not even ten seconds later, um, S Ray got booted out of the game and for his slash. Mm-hmm. So and then the whack at the head of uh, Federley. Yeah, was, yeah, it's ridiculous. And that's, late in the game. And this is why Esri got suspended for the one game. Yeah. So. Well, it's rightly so. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, especially that late in the game. Come on. And this is exactly what he's known for, unfortunately, though. No. Oh, okay. So it's all he did this a lot last year, um, along with Duncan. Um, yeah, Duncan's a guy I can tell when whenever they you know, the Prowlers play mentor. This guy, he's always on his back. He's always ending up on his back, and you know you see here all these penalties taken. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's Prowlers aren't fans. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> not not even even the fans. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Nippert finished it out with um, sixteen fifty five into the third. Yeah. So. And then five thirty one showed up to that game, so. And then I see that it's time for another commercial, so remember to come out. We have just over half an hour left. Um, after this break, we're going to be having our giveaways. Um, we're going to be announcing the last game along with um, our giveaways. And put in your silent auction bids now, too, please. They're ending in a few minutes. And we'll also be doing our 50-50 raffle. So we'll be going around again into this restaurant to do our 50-50 raffle, so... Um, thank you guys, and see you in a second. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Huron Prowlers, back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or Hardy Denver. It's your big boy. Oh, not really. I got the beat. Oh, Lee Wrestling tomorrow, guys. You're on the wrestling. I can't believe I let myself get caught.
Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. Hi and welcome back. Um, while we wait for the next um, thing to come up, um, let's let's definitely wrap. Um, give away one of our posters right here. Um, thank you. It is team signed. So anyone in the building right now um, will be able to win this poster right here. We have another one too that will be given away in a few minutes too. So, pick a number from 1 to 100, I guess. For, um, yeah. Oh, uh, 47. So, 47th table gets this. Yeah, 47 tables in there. <laughs> <laughs> well. How about 10? 10? Is that a better? Okay. <laughs> so, congratulations to the 10th, um, table in this so we'll have them if they want on in a second so um, again um, another high shots uh, game of uh, 40 shots for mentor to 38 for Port Huron um, this is a 4-2 win uh, Giuliano got the first star with Portillo getting the second and Tucker getting the third so Tucker is from yeah. Mentor, so. And, um. Thank you. <laughs> um. In the first, Tucker did start out the scoring from Pinkowski along with, um, McKeenan getting the assists. Um. Again in the first, 7.56, a 1 1 tie, Juliana scored with, um, assists from Zolkanich and Jay. Yeah, and I. I I'm pretty sure that's Jonathan Giuliano's hundredth uh, FPHL goal. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, this is another good instance too. The first, another first. Yes. Uh, yes. Two forty-three into the second, Oid gets his first goal. I believe it was his prefer, a professional career. Yes. Yes. So uh, it was a nice one-timer. Uh, yeah, nice pass there over Wade, and uh, yeah, one time's a pass for Odebush. Uh, yeah, congrats, uh, Wade. All right. And it's, um, we just had him on with Blum, so that's yeah, a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that keeps our record alive. So. <laughs> uh, this is the only one that we haven't had on that, that we've had on that hasn't scored yet. It's Brigridge. 
So we need him to actually play and get in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, at least he has one already this year. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, that bring would bring the score up to two to one, three to one. Um, just before the second ends, Portillo got the goal from Giuliano and Parsons. Yeah. So, again, Portillo continuing his hot streak right Yeah, there. no, it's absolutely something yeah, I love to see. And everybody mm-hmm. loves to see just because Portillo continuing his streak. Yeah. All right. And, and, again, Giuliano continuing his assist streak, yes, too. Yes, yes. So. Yes. And, um... Bringing it to three to two on the power play though, uh, it's uh, thirty seconds into the third. Uh, Perks scored from Duncan, so. Uh, but that would be the closest it came that yeah. the whole weekend, so. Yeah. Uh, because um, an empty net goal from Robertson, <laughs> assisted by Graham. So it's uh, kind of weird to see an assist on an empty net goal. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, however we yeah. can get the points, right? <laughs> and also in this game, I heard that mentor announcements mentioned that. After sixty, it was sixty-five minutes to shut out hockey played by the proud, played played by the proud. Sixty-five, okay. So, for um, mentor to get that first goal, you know, the announcers were pretty excited mm-hmm. and pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. It was also Star Wars night for oh. the icebreakers. Um, so it was a good feeling for them, and to actually break out that sixty-five minute slump, which. Truly, it isn't a lot in hockey, but, you know, it's something to be excited over. Not, yeah. Not, not going the night Especially in this kind of league, too, so. Um, let's get out of that penalty sheet, though. That's and looks like another long one, unfortunately. Um, I like that last one, though. <laughs> but, um, Nadia? Uh, no, sorry. Nade? Nada? Like that? Yeah. Any idea? No, it wasn't there last time, I know that. Thank you. <laughs> and um, he got uh, two minutes for cross-checking. And um, then 13-33 into the first. The Pfeiffer's served a penalty for too many men. Mm-hmm. I guess we can't count after we went two to nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was a nice arena with that, with the way the arena, it's like, it reminds me of the Dayton Arena. Yeah. Well, I hope not because Dayton's arena is kind of <laughs> now <laughs> before it right. went <laughs> But yeah, okay. Go ahead. Um, Robertson went in for hooking though, just less than five minutes into the second, and then Pace got back-to-back calls for slashing and then a do- double minor for high sticking, which is which I'm still asking where. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting ready for the next call he does. <laughs> and then uh, Berger, not much after that double minor, gets a tripping call. So that kind of negated a good two minutes of that double minor. So, And then um, Portillo got a um, hooking call just before the second ended. So that's not one you want to take right before the period ends. So... And then Nippard went for unsportsmanlike conduct two minutes into the third. Fowler got cross-checking, so that's literally all right at the halfway mark of the third. So I guess he loves the halfway marks. <laughs> and then Stoya, 13.49, got the hooking. And then um, this, these last three are kind of interesting right here. 
1925, Portillo got the interference, and Brody took kind of exception to that. Yeah. Uh, got the unsportsmanlike as well, and then right after the game ended, he was so upset about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You could hear it on the broadcast where it's, on both broadcasts too, where he's literally yelling and yeah. screaming at them. Yeah. So. I, uh, yeah, both, you know, and men through the setup, uh, what we were, well, first time there was me and Brady, and, uh, yeah, you sit literally right next to um, Angelo and Jarrett. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, um, it's verbal abuse. Yeah. Say, absolutely. Uh, yeah, some. he was upset, and, uh, <laughs> There were some colorful words. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Duncan, I mean, it's, it's just that name. Yeah. Uh, it's, he's always... In our broadcast, we're always saying, Duncan this, Duncan's on his back. Duncan <laughs> takes no exception to that, you know, whatever. But um, but his yeah, his uncle, though, that is also the coach of the team, <laughs> I guess he was the same way when he was playing hockey, though, too. So, Maybe, but, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Um, I, I think he was another guy that played in the coast uh, a little bit. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I did, I did... When we were meant to the first time, I didn't really talk to him, but I, I, I was near him when he was talking to some other people, so he's a, he's a pretty loose guy, you know, mm-hmm. Duncan, and, uh, yeah, I, I could see it, you know, them being alike, I guess, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. And that's, um, you think he would want to, um, kind of change his way? Yeah. Get out of that kind of... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know him fully, but, uh... <laughs> but um, five thirty-two showed up in that game, so that's it's kind of sad knowing they're kind of set up for the um attend their stands up there because they can fit in a lot more. Yeah, you just like to uh, do the, the other push before the, most of these people head out. So yeah, not might as well. Let's go for the second poster that's signed by the whole team, and then. Pick another number, one through fifth, one through ten again. Me? Yep. Uh, three. Third table. Congrats. And um, soon here we'll also be um giving away a ticket to the our next game on uh our next one. Yeah. Third. It's um. A Wednesday or a Sunday game? It's a Wednesday game. Okay. It's Wednesday the 22nd, January. So that's against so, Danville, so we'll be giving that away soon. Um, probably after the next break here, which is, I know is another 10 minutes. But we might want to do it before that because we're clearing out. Yeah. yeah. So we should do it right now. So let's see here. How should we give this one away? Um, but let's... Uh, a lot of people just cleared out of here. The last, the last why we're having problems now. <laughs> we had a lot of people here come up, show up for the um, show, uh, but I would say pick a number through one through like six. Pick this six tables. Okay. You wanna, I was gonna say the tables. Yeah, you want okay. The ones directly behind you. Yeah. 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 So congrats to the ticket. One ticket. That's um. Let's hope they show up and yeah. and oh excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Crystal's back on and she said table right behind you guys. 
<laughs> Thank you, Crystal. That's that's exactly what we did, Crystal. Thank you so much. And some. Um, I know, I know, guys. We need more questions. So it's um, I know, Crystal. You probably have a lot more questions yourself. Please chime in, and um, please put him through the rigorous in- interview yeah, that he okay. does to the players. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also, I I remember that we haven't put you through the full um interview that we do either. because yeah. we've done the favorite um movie. sports movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite movie overall? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, it's, it's it's funny. I was uh, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend last night. Um, like uh, like, oh, what's your favorite movie? Like, you're, like quizzing each other, whatever. <laughs> and um, there's multiple. Um, overall, I'd say like the other guys. Uh, I love Marvel. Uh, Spider Man's my favorite superhero. So I love like any Spider Man movie. Really, um, also big in the Star Wars, especially since they came back. Um, um, so I'd say like those, that's funny. those movies. You know, yeah. this kind of this kind of goes uh, with uh, what you just said. She, uh, so yeah, what you said. Yeah. Favorite superpower be? Uh, I I've always wanted um, if I had to pick like uh, psychic abilities, whether it be like reading minds or you know, telekinesis, like picking or um, you know uh, picking people up with my mind or you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I can move that cult right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, reading minds. Um, you know, all that psychic ability stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's um. You you mentioned about Spider Man though. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who do you go for when you who's playing Spider Man? Oh, out of the three. Yeah. I I I'll be honest. I really like Tom Holland. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. Now I, I, I wow. I love him. I think he's my favorite he's, one. He's I'm a sorry. good actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah. But I'm partial to Tobey Maguire. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, like the, the first superhero movie I ever saw was actually. The first Spider-Man, I was like four, and I saw it in theaters. And yeah, I, I like Toby too, but uh, yeah, I, I I like I think Tom Holland's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. right. He's young. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. In the comics, Spider-Man was always like a boy, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So out of well, all the three, he's a boy, but you know it's yeah. yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tom Holland does embody the whole Spider-Man, so that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, so. yeah, it's yeah. Crystal asked if okay. you could work with anyone you haven't met this year. Who would it be and why? Um, work as in part of the team. Oh, any oh like as a broadcaster. Well, it's funny. I, I wanted to ask Joe while he was if you wanted to do uh, a color commentary with me because at the time uh, Brady was um, still in school. So um, I don't, yeah, I think Joe would be interesting. Um, you know, as another broadcaster. Um, I think Brian Parsons, he'd be pretty funny up there. Uh, I mean, he did do the hot hot dog thing with the... Yeah, yeah, I did see that, yes. I think Z would be good up there, too. He's another funny guy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but I think... Yeah, I I know. I think um, Matt told me early on, Matt Graham, that... uh, his one of his junior teams. They used to if guy wasn't playing. They used to do color commentary or something like that. So I think Matt would be good up there too. I guess he has experience. But yeah, there's some names. Yeah. <laughs> um, who we we got to alter it a little bit because you're the broadcaster, not actually playing. So it's um, what was your favorite arena to broadcast from? Um, excluding McMoran. That's any, including McMoran. Um. Danbury Watertown Mentor. 
just like in general from all the arenas that you broadcast from, oh, including oh, your like. Um, I, oh, even the baseball. Yeah. I would say, it's honestly a tie. I would say between uh, Skyland Stadium, that's the Sussex County Miners, where I broadcast the baseball from. That that arena was perfect. You could see like everything. Um, obviously, it's the only baseball arena I broadcasted <laughs> from. So maybe they're all like that. But I just remember it was a, it was a perfect view, and I love right. I love that press box. It was a nice press box. And then McMoran Arena. I think McMoran Arena. Um, it's the easy. It's a great view. Easiest to see the ice mm. from. Columbus was nice. I think it was a little little bit high up. Um, obviously, that arena is just massive. You know, compared yeah. to the other ones I've been to. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm going to say McMoran and Skyland Stadium. Yeah. That was good for baseball, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's your favorite book? Um, Great Gatsby. Yeah. There's like a runner-up there, too, but uh, it basically told me, like, money can't buy you happiness in life. And, yeah, that was... Lesson I always took with me since high school, yeah. First you say you're on the Dean's list for eight semesters. Yeah, yeah. Now you're bringing out the big guns in Great Gatsby. Yeah, I, I, I'll, uh. I'll, 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 also, yeah another one, a uh, runner-up to it. Um, kind of a controversial book. I'd say Catcher in the Rye, too. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as Great Gatsby, but it's it's one yeah. I liked. It was, it was interesting. It's a very interesting book. Yeah, I, I like know. the Great Gatsby. I read that in high school. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, same. Same exactly. Yeah, the, the other one I read is uh, Roller, Roller Thunder, Hear My Cry. Okay. So that was Roller Thunder, Hear My Cry. Okay. So that was Roller Thunder, Hear My Cry. Okay. What's your favorite city? Other how do you deal you with uh, coaching staff's questions? Usually, I'm the one asking them questions. Funny <laughs> enough, uh, yeah, if they have any questions, I'll answer it. Um, yeah, geez, I know I asked them enough questions, but um, fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because yeah, this will probably be our last segment. I'm figuring because it's getting close to the yeah. end of the clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, also uh. Who is your favorite player to broadcast for, I guess? Like, what is your favorite name to say? Oh, my favorite name? Um, <laughs> I remember Ivan Botarenko on, uh, on um, <laughs> Columbus. I had fun with his name. Because after a while of doing Columbus, like, I know everybody on their roster now. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, Botarenko with the Parker. So that, I just, he's a fun name to say. Um, uh, another guy from uh, Sussex County Miners is Braylon Dalmadova. Same thing. Just a, a fun name to say. Um, I would say those two. Yeah. That's, those are definitely like out there names. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're fun. They're fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And um, I mean, I can't complain, but I'd, I'd say those with a fun little twist. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, before we go to our last break, though, uh, so we definitely need to get this... Um, 50-50 raffle. Um, definitely picked out. Put it in the bag. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, Jeremy, uh, pick it up. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, shake it up. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, master. You can do the sex outside of the reality, right? <laughs> and then our winner is... Uh, the show. The show is a winner. The put back in pot. 
And the well, was a couple that were that family that was right over here. Okay. And I just uh, this is blank. Oh no, you read this number? No, no. And then write your name, and then it goes back. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Brace. Ooh, congratulations, Kelly. We will contact you in the coming days. And um, after the break, I will have the um, amount that you won. So. We'll do it after the break. We have about 30 seconds left, so make it quick. How would you promote a positive energy with your team through a bad situation? hard one because I feel like I wouldn't be the one giving the positive energy. Those guys, <laughs> they find a way to just uh, pump up the morale again, whether it's blasting music or <laughs> just having a good time like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I would just try and get loud and have fun around them again. Um, like I said, they're so great at keeping up their like spirits and morals. And, I don't know. Definitely start taking notes from them. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. work with whatever you got, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And... We'll be right back after these finals commercials. Hey guys, it's Crystal. Hey guys, it's Crystal from the Port Heron Prowlers. Back to you from behind the scenes. I'm with Mitz today, and Mitz and I are here to give you guys some um, examples of things the guys would like on the bus trip. Mitz, do you think the guys would like granola bars? What about fruit and vegetables? Okay, not vegetables, but how about fruit? Um, cases of water? What about some Powerade and Gatorade? Well, there you have it. Some true facts of what Mitz thinks our boys should have on the road trips. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. At Big Boy, we've got lots of omelets all day, every day. Like the meaty meat lovers, savory southern, or Hardy Denver. It's your big boy.
Border City Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. Hi, and welcome back for our final segment. Um, I, I guess um, let's just get this um, question out of the way yeah. since you're already prepared. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite coach, like Matt them. or Joe? <laughs> uh, I, I like them both the same. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I definitely don't have a pro- no, um, no, no, I like them both the same. Like I said, I, I, I'm around them every single day. Um, so, right. So. You know, I, yeah, like them both the same. I mean, they're both great guys, <laughs> great guys, and you know, I'm grateful for them for giving me this opportunity to be with the team. So, yeah. And um, yeah. I guess that's a good answer. The best answer <laughs> yeah. that we've got. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, especially with how much you have to be around them too. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, so let's let's get to these standings really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the Eastern Division, first is Danbury, uh, fourteen five one and two, forty six points. And then Watertown Wolves, uh, 13-8-0-1 for 40 points. Mentor Icebreakers, 12-11-0-0 for 36 points. Almira, a 9-11-2-1 for 32 points. And then pulling up the rear in the Eastern Division is Delaware Thunder uh, with a record of 6-15-0-0 for 18 points. And... um. Western Division, it's a little bit of a tricky up situation. Up over yeah. the last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina bringing up the top, 19-1-0-1 for 58 points. Of course, they're the lead. Uh, but it, I guess it helps playing Battle Creek a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then our boys from Port Huron, 11-6-3-0 uh, for 39 points. And then in third is Danville... 12, 9, 0, and 2 for 38 points. And Columbus in fourth with a record of 6, 12, 2, and 1. And then unfortunately in fifth is Battle Creek uh, with a record of 0 and 24. So that's just one of the saddest statistics that we have out there. Yeah. That's unfortunately becoming embarrassing for the whole league. The good news is that they're improving. Yeah, they are improving. Even though it doesn't say in the standings, they are improving. So. Now, which is a good thing. They almost beat Myra. Yeah. That's... Um, um, we have two games this weekend, too. Both against Delaware. Um, is Saturday's game any earlier? Uh, I think they're both at 7. I'm pretty sure they're both at 7 on Can the I top. Can I tell you? I got my... 7.30? I have one in my wallet. It's 7.30. Is it 7.30? I think so. Oh, we can find out right here. <laughs> Friday, 7.30. Also, we got two games. So Saturday, 7.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're both at 7.30. Make sure. 7:30. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> 7:30. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, predictions for the Friday night game. Mm. Uh, let's start with you, Robert. 4-1 uh, us. And then Dana? 3-2 us. Mike? I'll go 3-2 us. And then um, let's put you on spot. Uh, four to us. And then uh, I'm gonna say five to one, us. So, and then 
Sun, a Saturday's game. Sorry. Well, <laughs> he did. Oh, I, I said oh, three two. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Robert. Ah, uh, this is gonna be a closer one. I'll say two one us. Uh, regulation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna still say three two again. Um, us for the sweep. <laughs> um, I'll give a more advance. I'm saying four two. I'll still take. I'll take four one so we get a chance to know that we're at the end. And then Jeremy. Oh, I say it's a closer game. I'll go three two. And then um, I'm gonna go for the three two win again. <laughs> Empty net goal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, what? Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. oh, you're saying it's gonna be a, it's gonna be time. We're gonna. Yes. It's gonna be. You know, I got. I got to go for Steve Shannon's prediction: three-two empty net. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we say that every game now. Who gets, yeah. who gets the goal? Game winner. Yeah, um. Nipper. 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 Um, I say Nipper. I say Graham. Graham. What about you, Dana? I say Nipper. Oh, I did. Oh, that's, yeah. Um. Hopefully Levier. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so Levier, that's a lot on you now. Come on. <laughs> um, um, is he in the Graham? Oh well, yeah. He's yeah. Chris is actually like supposed to. Um, well, he's uh, he's supposedly coming, but you know work may interfere. You know, you know how it goes. But yeah, he's uh. Well, if he's, he's, if scheduled, he's, he's scheduled, I'm gonna say yeah. change my. If he is there and he is playing, I'm gonna say Levier. You know, same. Yeah, I same. Will. No, same. Actually, you know. you're right. No, he is scheduled to come. You may not. That happened once before because of work. So um, Crystal says Joe Page from the Balloon Line. The guy's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so, some bold predictions for this weekend, especially mine with the empty net. So, <laughs> um, is there any final remarks for this year that you want to say, like anything hockey related or family related? Since oh. this is the end of the decade, guys. Um, it's Last 2000 show for 2019 too. <laughs> yeah. So it's um let's go Prowlers. <laughs> yeah, we can say happy new year. And happy new happy year to year. everybody out there. Yeah, to all the fans. And thank you all for coming out. Um it's been a prosperous year. We hope to see y'all at the beginning of 2020. And be well out there. Okay. It's a lot more wins too. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot more fan support. Come on out. You have the fun. Bye, guys. See you next year. Yeah. <laughs>